Good morning and good afternoon, everyone, depending on wherever you're at the time this recording. This is episode 34 of the Restricted Zone podcast, and we're going to talk about a lot of basketball and some football as well. But first, before we get started, I want to introduce my fellow co-host, Chris. Introduce yourself, man. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Yes, sir. Kyrie, introduce yourself, man. Yo, what's going on, fellas? It's been a minute. For sure. Lodge, introduce yourself, man. What's good, everybody? How you doing? Yes, sir. Magic Mar, introduce yourself, man. What's up, everybody? Thanks for having me, Colin. Yes, sir. And then, you know, before we get started, it's a lot of basketball, football, but we're going to start off with college basketball since it's fresh. A lot of stuff is going right now in the tournament, and I'm going to let Mar go ahead and take over. Go ahead, Mar. All right. Well, a lot of a lot has been going on in college basketball, a lot of upsets, but um, mainly we're here to talk about, you know, the second round and – everything but um one thing i want to point out is there were nine yeah there were nine um big 10 teams in the tournament and only michigan is left right now so it's really a lot of upsets and it's really a lot going on so we have a lot to talk about so um with everything that's been going on i want to start off with um Kyrie. all right so yeah so yo this this weekend of college ball has been it's been crazy, man. All the upsets and stuff like that happened. Like, who who would have saw Oral Roberts in the Sweet 16? I know there's a lot of brackets busted out there. Um, A few things that stuck out to me most this weekend was, of course, Illinois being knocked off and um, and Iowa being knocked off, too, because those were those are teams that are projected to be a lot of people's uh Final Fours and Elite Eights. And I just feel like Iowa, they couldn't really keep up with Oregon's pace like that. Oregon came out with, like, a lot of fire and electric, and they just couldn't keep up. Luca Garza was really the only one that came up to uh, came up to play. And um, the same kind of was for Illinois, too. Their big man, Kofi, Kofi Coburn, he was the only one that really showed up to play. Iowa DeSumo couldn't really get it going. He only had nine points. So it, it was disappointing in a lot of aspects, but it, but it's fun. That's that's the beauty of March Madness. That's the beauty of, uh, of this tournament that, like, that we have year in year that we missed last year, like is is winning go is winner go home, and I, like I'm I'm excited for what we got coming up. Oh no, yeah, I hear everything. I hear everything that you're saying. Um, Chris, can I get your input of what's been going on lately in March Madness? Uh, to piggyback off what Kyrie said, I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but this might be my favorite sporting event to watch, just because you never know what to expect, and it's stories like Oral Roberts making the Sweet 16 or stories like Illinois losing or just upsets in general that just make this tournament just that much better. Uh, I think the biggest surprise to me outside of Oral Roberts, I'll say, um, I did not know a lot about Syracuse. going into Shout the out Cues. <laughs> Shout out I didn't Cues, know a lot man. about Syracuse going into the tournament, but I really am a fan of, of Buddy Beheim right now. That boy, that boy can ball. But not only that, but also something else I really like seeing. Uh, I remember, I want to say, I think it was a 2018 tournament when I first heard of Loyola Chicago. And I remember then they were like a Cinderella team. I sister Gene putting in the work. Exactly. And you see they have to just be Illinois. And, I mean, they look a little bit better now than they did a couple years ago when they made the tournament than the last time. Really? Yeah, Absolutely. Okay. Nah, I'm I'm gonna have to agree, and it's kind of crazy because they beat a better team that one year in in Virginia. Virginia was ranked, weren't they the number one overall? Yeah, they, 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 were the number, they were the number one seed. They were the number Knocked one seed. Knocked off Virginia, bro. But like, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with Chris. They look a lot better uh, 
uh, this game. They they shut down. They shut down Illinois, man. They wow. did. They, I'm, and I mean, I know they're playing Oregon State. Oregon State this weekend, Sweet Sixteen. I know it's going to be a good game, but I mean, as a dark horse, they they could shock the world. As well, a dark horse, they could really I'm, surprise a lot of people and actually win it this year. They have hey, a really good chance. Hey, listen, man, I'm a firm believer in God, and God, everything is possible. That's why I'm so scared. <laughs> I'm scared of them so much. They could really make some noise. But like I said, it's just the excitement is just basically what I'm happy about. I'm just just looking at all the basketball games, seeing all these cosplayers like from watching the Michigan game. Now I know who Cameron Thomas is, and he's a baller. He can ball. I really like his game. For I mean, sure. I, I mean, he take he takes some ridiculous shots sometimes, but he can he can score without a doubt. And he's and he proved me that. But it's just it's stories like that. That and just victories that these lower seed teams had that just makes the tournament so special. So I mean, a lot's been going on. I'm just happy that it's back because I missed it last year. Oh, facts, facts. Um, I'm uh, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. Do you guys, um, Colin? Yeah. If there's anything else you want to talk about that hasn't already been said, we can move to the next topic, or I can get your opinion, or I can get your opinion before we uh, move on. Oh, definitely. I want to add, uh, man, so I did not think Alabama would beat Maryland. And, you know, and that was the team that did really well in the SEC. So I was kind of, I mean, Kyrie, what was your thoughts about Alabama beating Maryland? That kind of threw me off a little bit. I was like, oh, oh, oh that, that, that's that no surprise to me. I got Alabama in my final four. I thought Maryland had that, man. The defense and the offense was definitely, I don't know. And then so, I was so, so Maryland put up a good fight, but Alabama has a way of controlling the pace of the game with their like their high volume of three point shooting and just getting right. up and down. Javon Quinterly, he he plays a perfect part in that. But Mr. Do It All, Herb Jones, he plays he plays a part of that too, being a, a versatile six eight four that can pass, he can shoot, he can defend, he can rebound, and he can push like he can push the ball also. Even in and those guys really made up for John Petty because John Petty didn't shoot the ball well, and he's their star. Man. It's funny, man. Just a couple years ago, he was looked at as a, as a first round talent his freshman year. His sophomore yep. year, he was just he did pretty bad. Junior year, he was he was, he was getting back up to that five star recruiting. His senior year, my man's lights out from the three, like he's just doing everything well. I mean, yeah, he but he, he's he's been on a he's been on a nasty cold streak lately. I'm not gonna lie, like I'm 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 worried about them from only from his standpoint. The point that and, and they're also dealing with some injuries too, like Josh Primo, who's a who's a good guard off the bench. But uh, that's that's my only thing with Alabama, bro. If they can stay consistent through uh through John Petty's inconsistencies and their injuries. Absolutely. I then you know USC routed Kansas. And I'm like, man, really? You, I mean, I never slept on USC. They they got a talented with a mix of veterans and they got a star freshman. He could be the top three pick in this year's draft. But Kansas getting routed. I don't know if any of you guys saw that happen. I didn't well, see Kansas, Kansas wasn't that good. Like Kansas really was no. not that good. I time. mean, but but in the tournament time, they usually put up a great fight. I didn't think they get routed. That but, was you, you see with Kansas though, bro. Kansas don't got that one guy where you look to him like, all right, he he can go get a bucket whenever he wants. And they were they were missing it. You seen they were missing it at times uh, throughout the year, especially when Jalen Wilson, Jalen Wilson, who's arguably uh, their best scorer, right. he went down for for a good amount of time, and they really struggled to put the ball in the basket. Their best player, Marcus Garrett, his calling card is defense. He'll mm-hmm. show up on defense, but he'll only drop you about 12, 13 points. Like that's fair. All right. I mean, that's all that's all I gotta put down on the table. Like I said, just like um Chris said, March Man is definitely my favorite sports time of the year. I love it. I love uh, I'm I'm loving everything I'm hearing. I really am. Um Lodge, anything else to uh you know cap it off before we move on? 
No, you guys uh I don't not to call it a dead horse, but you guys beat the dead horse already. You guys uh show me up on this one. <laughs> Syracuse right. right here, two Syracuse. Shout out Cuse, though. Uh, I didn't. I didn't speak on a lot. I didn't speak a lot on cues, bro. No, no, we humble. We humble though. We, oh, oh we stop the humble. Oh, stop. Oh, stop. We cooling. We just got Matt, bro. We just got Matt. Cool. Oh, now we humble. <laughs> y'all got no. Y'all got a nice team. Y'all got a nice team. Yo, I'm. I'm just happy. We. I'm just happy we made it this far, bro. I didn't even see it. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I didn't expect y'all to go this far too. I mean, you guys kind of. Behind making history, he making tournament tournaments with his seed on the squad. <laughs> yeah, just just a fun fact out there. Bayham, the first coach to to bring his team to the NCAA tournament in six different decades. Whoa, man! How old is Bayham? I mean, eighty or eighty? He's eighty p. He eighty p. God bless him. Gene was praying for him. All right, let's go ahead, Mar. Next topic. I just I'm gonna um ask everybody their favorite their favorite player in the tournament and their favorite team in the tournament. I want to start off. Well, Colin, I'm going to start off with you. Oh, for sure. Man, I was actually Ayo. I'm Ayo. Ayo, Ayo. Am I saying it right? Ayo? Tell me out here, guys. I want to embarrass myself here. You can go Ayo. Ayo, man. He was actually my favorite. You know, I, I just love the way he was playing inside, you know, his conference tournament. And I really thought Illinois could have gone far. But it's a shame, you know, he got bounced out. But he was really the guy I was just really excited to uh, looking at in the tournament. So, you know, he, he bounced out. So. Did you uh oh yeah I forgot your team didn't make it my bad oh, yeah thanks for rubbing the salt <laughs> no I don't really watch college basketball but I knew that this year I knew that this season I knew that <laughs> hey yo I knew oh, that hey, how, how could you not no nah, you good Mar you good Mar you good hey Michigan calm down don't get a little rowdy here but okay go ahead hey, you only talk about me like they went to circus oh, and also laughing <laughs> Go ahead, Mar. Go ahead, Mar. Just all right, Lodge. Since we didn't really get to hear from you, Lodge, can I hear your favorite player and your favorite uh, well, and your team? So, to be honest with you, <clears throat> majority of my actual favorite players to watch have uh, unfortunately all been knocked out. And some people like Mac McClung, he had a. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. He had a horrible exit game. Yeah, and that losing, and that losing, and that losing effort. Um, it hurt. Kate Cunningham. I, I, I'm not gonna say he had a terrible. Um, he, he was just but his but his team his team in, in general just 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 couldn't keep up. No, I'm so sorry. We're, we're, we're gonna have to talk more about Cade, Cade in the he, 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 was, he was cold the first half. He played awful the first half. My man was brick for brick. It was crazy. Second half he turned it up a little bit, but it, it was it was too it was too late. Was too late. <laughs> but yeah, I will I will Mar, I will give you though a quick I don't want to call him a sleeper because he, he he is a highly ranked recruit coming in as a freshman, but he's playing against Chris's team, Michigan is uh <clears throat> This weekend coming up, and and that's Scotty Barnes. He comes off the bench for oh, Florida wow. State, and his impact of the game is very different. It's similar to like I compare him to like a more athletic Draymond Green. Like his passing is very well, his defense is well, and his his energy it really, it really brings it honestly brings the team together. Wait, you said he's like a Draymond. He plays the four. Yeah, he like a stretch four. He can oh, play the right. three too. That was what he played in. Uh, yeah, he, he can bring the ball up and everything. He can run the offense all that. He's like he's really like a like a fun player to watch. His, 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 his energy is amazing. You better be afraid of him, Chris. That man, Scotty. That's a that's a dangerous name. Why are you still talking to me? Why are you still talking? Dangerous name. Like, shut up. Just worry about your team. Like, stop. Oh, oh, all right, go ahead, Mark. And of course, Lajo, you rocking with the Q's, right? Yes, sir. All right, Kyrie. I'm humble. 
Favorite player in the tourney? Favorite player in the tourney right now? Like like Lodge said, there's a lot of, like, my favorite player to start off the tournament is definitely Luka Garza. But, um, unfortunately, he got knocked out on Sunday. But right now, I'm going to have to go with my boy, Corey Kisper from Gonzaga, man. He, uh, just seeing how much his game grew compared to last year to what he is now, he, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm really proud of, like, the progression I've seen. He's become, like, a lot more confident in his offensive game to where he's able to create his own shot now. Um, he, he's, leading a, he's leading the three-headed monster in Gonzaga right now, and the team that a lot of people have as the favorite to win the chip. He's a, uh, he's a sharp shooter. He, he's, he's a great teammate. He's a good, uh, good playmaker. He's, he's really one of my favorite players to watch in this tournament so far. Oh, word. You rocking with the Qs. Yeah, rocking with the Qs, bro. Oh, word. Chris, you know, favorite player. Well, I'm really gonna get the team out the way first. Everybody know I'm rocking with the number one seed, Mason Blue, all the way, Michigan. So I mean, that's just easy there. But for favorite player, um, kind of like what everybody else said, the big players I was looking to see, like Kate Cunningham, uh, who else? I think Johnny Preston from Ohio. I was really looking forward to see. I mean, I know I got he won the game and stuff, but like they mostly got knocked out. So I'll say from the remaining field, my favorite players have been Eli Brooks. He's a shooting guard from Michigan. And I want to say Buddy Beheim, because, but I, because he, he, the last game he shot terrible in the first half. He, he did not play well at all. But if it wasn't for what he did in the second half, Syracuse would not be in the Sweet Sixteen. He literally carried his team offense, well, offensively wise, he carried his team to that Sweet Sixteen appearance. And I can't take anything away from it at, at the end of the day. Uh, but like I said earlier, I'm a huge fan of Cameron Thomas. Now Cameron Thomas played against. Uh, was for LSU played against Michigan last week, but in that game, even though he did most of his, he scored most of his thirty points in the first half, his volume of scoring was incredible for a freshman. In my eyes, he he looked like a pro athlete already, just through that one year. I mean, he averaged about twenty three during the regular season, but again, I didn't really pay t- much attention to LSU until I saw him last game. And now, I, I for real, for real, I think he could be a lottery pick mm. if, if he wanted to go out because he. His volume of scoring as as a guard, I mean, I know he's a little undersized, but the volume of scoring that's like somebody can use that. He reminded me of like a Lou Williams almost. Just he he just got everyone to in the court and was just scoring over everybody. It's what you yeah. say. What you said, Chris. But the problem is, and like you said, I agree with everything you said. But undersized guards. I mean, we can look at Miles. We can look at other guards who were undersized, high high volume scoring guards. It just doesn't seem that they don't get that much traction. As we've seen, a lot of a couple of them actually went undrafted in last year's draft. So I think with him, he is different, like you said. But, you know, that's just the case and see of whether, you know, which team, you know, looks at him with value. But you made it strong. Yeah. yeah, you guys are both making good points, too. And I actually I actually started paying a little bit more attention to him, too, once I started seeing that he was, like, in more mock drafts and he was going higher and higher, by, like, week by week. And I really seen, like, the high-volume scoring that Chris was talking about. Like, he, he has a funny-looking jumper. But when he gets it going, like he, he, like he's Chris cooking. Said, he, if he yeah, makes a shot, it's over. This where he was, bro. It's a bucket every time. And I, I can't remember who they played in the first round. If you can remind me, but um, in the first round, they, in the first round they played against. Hold on, I got you. Go ahead, Kyrie. You can go ahead. Yeah, but uh, when they were playing in the first round, like like you guys were saying, he was get just getting to his spots. He was being patient, and he just kept the pace. He just kept pace, kept the pace fast, and that really led to LSU uh, moving on to the second round. You can say Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure, that's who it was. Yeah. All right. Like I said, I mean, we only won the game. We only beat LSU by eight points, and he was a big reason why the LSU had a chance to win. He was a big reason for that. 
I think yeah. I think what messed them up though was they never took him out of the game, so we just got tired in the second half. Right, him and Javante that's Smart. Happens, that's what happens when you're like the only guy that's actually getting buckets. You know, that whole team isn't really off. Like they don't have guys that could really go out there and they'll create their own shot as efficiently as he does. So no, like no, I think I think if he got rest, I think it would have been a closer game. I'm a, I'm still gonna say Michigan would have won, but I'll say our season would have been more in jeopardy if he got some if he had some more rest in the second half. Okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Solid points, good points all around. Um, before we get to the last topic, I just want to run through, if everybody has, I want to run through everybody's uh, final four, teams that they have making it to the final four. I know Chris has his, so I'm just going to start off with Chris. Okay, so first of all, just we're going to go with my conference. You already know Michigan going to be in. Michigan, listen, Michigan is going to the final four. I'm, I'm, I'm being biased when I say that, but I have all the confidence in the world. Without our second best player, we played exceptionally well against a good LSU team, and I know we played Texas Southern. But, I mean, they're not scrubs either. They made it 20 for a reason. Now, we have a big game against Florida State this week, but I feel like we can pull it off. And the wonder of UCL, Alabama, this is going to be another tough game. But our difference is not only are we a – do we move the ball around really well, we also have somebody that I haven't seen anybody be able to guard yet, Henry Dickinson. He, I, I mean, I know he only averages 14, but he, he's a difference maker. And he showed me that against LSU because they didn't have a big to guard him. And every time that he would throw it down in the paint, if they didn't double team or they didn't steal the ball right away, he was looking opposite. Now we're swinging the ball around. Now we can open jump shot. So I, I got to take Michigan. Even I ain't being biased, but I got to take them. Um, out of the Midwest, I'm gonna go with Loyal Chicago. I feel like they're gonna. They're, I feel like they're gonna beat Oregon State, and oh, man, I think they're gonna face us. us. Huh? You disrespecting us? I'm not disrespecting you. I think y'all gonna make it to the Elite Eight. <laughs> Listen, man. I don't think y'all gonna make it to the Elite Eight. I just don't know if you if you have. I, listen, man, like I said, I don't know much about Syracuse. Y'all are a good team, though. Y'all got some good players. But well, no, Chicago, man, it. come on now. <laughs> no, I respect it. I respect it. They nice, bro. They nice. I ain't going to move. It's just them. Like, I'm, I'm never sure. They, like I said, they might actually win the championship. They might win the whole thing. Out of the South bracket, this one was difficult. But I'm going to go with – it's either going to be the winner of Baylor and Villanova. I'm going to say Baylor's going to win, but I don't know. They could, they could stink it up against Villanova. Somehow they make it still. So I'm gonna say the winner of that game is gonna make the final four as well. Cause I think they're gonna beat either Arkansas or Roberts if whoever wins that game. And out of the West bracket, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Oregon. I think Oregon's gonna win. Woo! Well, listen, man, the way they because like I listen, so here's the thing. Here's why I say Oregon. So before I say that, I think personally, and I'm not being bi- I'm not trying to be biased because my team's in this conference, but the Big Ten, I think, is is the most competitive conference in college basketball. And I say that not only for the fact that it was proven that we had nine teams make the make the tournament, but one of Michigan's oh, losses sure. came, came to Minnesota. Minnesota spanked Michigan, and, and Minnesota's not even in the tournament right now. They even make it. And every, and every time you watch a Big Ten game, no matter if no matter if who who's playing, like it's always a close game. You never know what's going to happen. You never know who's going to win. I remember Penn State beat Ohio State, and Penn State was terrible before. So the way that they just dominated against Iowa – I don't think – I think they could do that as well against Gonzaga because I got Gonzaga. They're going to spank Craig. I don't think they think it's going to be close. And But I think Oregon, if they, like, run their pace the way they did against Iowa, I think they have a chance. I think they could beat them. I think they could shot Gonzaga because Gonzaga really hasn't been tested yet. I mean, they played against – they had close games, like with BYU and some players in the conference was in the first half, but the second half comes, 
and the teams just don't uh, – what is it? Just don't repeat what they did in the first half. Oregon can play a full game. They can play a second half like they played the first half, and they should prove that to me against Iowa. So that's why I'm going with Oregon. All right. I'll see. Respect it. Right. I, I like it. I like it. Uh, Kyrie, can I hear your final four? For sure. So I'm a, uh, out of the West, I'm going to go with Gonzaga. And I do have them uh, – I do have them meeting up with uh, – no, my fault. I do have them beating Creighton, and I like Chris's pick for uh for Oregon too. Though I think my my only problem with Oregon that I saw was that they're too small, and they play a good zone defense to make up for it. They have Eugene Amiyori, who's like six six playing their five man, but they 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 play a good brand of, uh, of zone basketball. But I think they're going to struggle against USC because uh because of the Mobley brothers, Evan Mobley and, and Isaiah Mobley. They're just too big and they're too they're too much they're too much of a presence down in the paint. I think they're going to be too much for them. So I definitely see Gonzaga making it out. Um, out of the East, I, I'm still I'm sticking to my uh, pick with Alabama. I think they're just too much of a high scoring offense. I don't think anybody's going to really be able to keep up with them. Uh, Michigan does challenge them a lot, though. Uh, and uh, like like Chris said, and, but UCLA may be a sneaky team to uh, to knock off Alabama. Now that I'm looking at, it. They, they played really well in the tournament so far. And Johnny Juzang's been like on another level. That was your former guy, uh, by the way, too, Colin. Who who but, uh, who who Johnny Juzang on uh, UCLA? Johnny Juzang, yes sir. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I'm still gonna go with Alabama. You know, out of the South, I'm gonna go with Baylor. No question, they they they've impressed me all season long. I love their backcourt with oh, Jared man. Butler and uh and Davion Mitchell. They're both great two way guys. It's gonna find they're gonna find their way into the A this year. Um, so I, I got them beating Villanova. Who's down with uh who's down short with Colin Gillespie being out. Um and in the Midwest, I, I, I gotta be biased and go with my Syracuse guys. I don't see Houston beating us. I don't know much about Houston. Outside Quentin of the Quentin uh, Gross. That, that's all I know about Houston. That's all I know about Houston. But in the game against uh Rutgers, he didn't impress me too much. I, I'm sure he had a good game, but in the final when he was I'm pretty sure it was to tie it up or to or to take the lead. He missed like four cr- like crucial free throws. And it kind of threw me off, like, damn, like you you're the leader of this team, and, and y'all in a situation like that, you're supposed to knock them down. They're not supposed to let Rutgers go out, um, take out to the end like that. But they they ended up beating them anyway. But I'm I'm still not afraid of them. Uh, Loyola Chicago they they're they're a scary team too. I think like everybody should be afraid of like Chris was saying. But I um I I got I got too much hope in my uh my Syracuse guys. Okay okay. I like it I like it. Um Lodge, can I hear your final four? <clears throat> so for the West, obviously not obviously, but. Pretty much I have Gonzaga going. Um, the only way I see them getting challenged if Oregon loses and, and, and USC plays them. Because I feel like, again, what Kyrie said, the, the Mobley brothers, if they match up with, with Timmy and uh, what, what else um, Gonzaga has, I feel like that'll be a great matchup. But I still see Gonzaga edging that. Um, for the East, um, I'm going to have to pay, pay, pay my respects to Chris and say um, Michigan, especially if they get Isaiah Livers back. Um, Chris, I'm not sure. Is, is he about able to come back? Is, I, is it I possible? If he does, I'll be happy, but I, I highly doubt it. <clears throat> I still have, have them edging out uh, Alabama, who I do see the CB and UCLA. Um, now, for the Midwest, <clears throat> obviously, my boy is the Cuse. Now, I, I honestly want to play Loyola Chicago because I, I do want to see how, how we match up with them because I feel like our 2 3 zone. And hold up very well. And Buddy Bayheim, Buddy Bayheim is on the come up as well. No, nah, I'm not going to lie. That Kobeck boy, he's going to give us some problems if we play them, bro. We too small for him. Yeah, because, yeah. 
but come on now. Yeah, I, I still see us pulling it out. And for the South, watch y'all both make. <clears throat> and for the South, I got I got Baylor taking taking out um Arkansas because I don't think um yeah well does uh anybody see Oral Roberts beating Arkansas? If Abrams goes off, they got a chance, and he. He's been balling these past two games. He's average. He's averaging twenty nine right now in the tournament. Hmm. I, I, I'm gonna still take Baylor, obviously. So we'll see. I, I wouldn't sleep with Oral Roberts either. I mean, because they, they they got two hoopers that Abrams and I'm trying to think who the big fella is because he can he can he can ball too. I don't forget his name. I can't remember his name. Either. I remember, I remember they was killing Ohio State though. EJ Liddell couldn't do nothing with them. Uh, I know he could. <laughs> All right, that yeah, sounds fair. Sounds fair. That is, I like that. That's fair. Um, Colin, last but not least, you mind finishing it off with your final four? Guys, I'm calling the upset right here, though, man. I'm calling the upset right here on record. Florida State beats the number one seed, Michigan. I caught it. I'm calling it. Okay. I'm calling it. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I, no, I'm asking you why. Scotty Barnes. Yes, sir. That man's a menace. So we're going to lose because of one player. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. This, this. That is what you just said. Hold you you got to keep in mind, they got Hunter Dickinson, uh, Colin. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. And Florida State's defense ain't no slouch either. It's going to be offensive. This is a slug. What are you talking about? It's gonna listen. It's gonna be a slug I know, but I just got faith in Florida State to pull you it off. You didn't say why. You just praying on Michigan's downfall. I'm relying. I'm relying. You just praying on Michigan's downfall. Proceed. <laughs> I'm listen. Listen, and then I'm going with Baylor because I think like their backcourt is just too frightening. Like I really don't see anyone competing against that. Gonzaga. I mean that's. Honestly, they have a great balance of offense and defense. That's what I say. And, you know, they got a great squad, a great starting lineup, and a great bench to come off. So, And then I, I don't know if I should rock with Q's, man. I'm not sure if I should rock with Q's, guys. We're not I mean, asking you to, but, you, you know. Go, go with your seat, you know, what you see. You know what? I've seen what you guys have done. I'm not going to disrespect you. I'm going to put Syracuse. I'm a, that's my final four. I'm, I'm, I'm hey, going to. We appreciate that. Along with Syracuse. <laughs> Yo, you are really such a hater, yo. <laughs> it is insane. I call the upset. Don't say I ain't tell you. It's on record. And you can come back and bash me all you want on record, but yo, you didn't explain why. You said what player's name? I did. And the defense. And the defense. I they're gonna make it real. Yes, and Michigan will, but I feel like we're gonna it's gonna be a gritty, hard fought battle. And I think the Florida State could, you know, take that and cause an upset. But it's okay, Chris. Relax, relax, relax. You're really a hater, yo. Oh, I'm a hater. Oh, hater man. oh man, I'm yeah, a hater. I don't, what, I don't know what Michigan did to you to make you hate them, <laughs> but you a hater. All right, Mark. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's let's go. Anything else, Mark? Um, I just want to run down a couple of games with you guys before we proceed. Um, well. Loyola, Loyola versus Oregon. You guys, I think you guys all said you had uh, Loyola Chicago, correct? I don't even know. I, Loyola, mm. Loyola against Oregon State. Yeah, I'm taking Loyola. Oregon State, not they not scrubs though. Neither is Loyola. 
I don't right. know too much about Oregon State. I, I haven't really watched them too much. I mean, they got a nice team. Like more so, they they beat Oklahoma State. I think due to their very bad start, Oklahoma State came out the gates really bad. I feel like if they didn't do that, they would have won. Not saying I, 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 they got I'm, lucky, but and I, I'm glad you brought that game up too because I kind of wanted to talk about Cade, bro. Like, and I'm I'm gonna make this short. He's a, of course, he's a clear cut number one pick. Maybe top two, top three, depending on who you're talking to. Yeah, he's number one. He sure is number but one. The, the, what I wanted to see him and him the most in this tournament, which I which I haven't seen, is, is my only big question about him is if if he has that dog in him. Oh, he I sure he's got that dog in him, bro. Listen, Kyrie, I want to counter that with compare him to Andrew Wiggins. Like, listen, if there was someone who who ain't had no dog in him, that was Andrew Wiggins. Compare, it, right, it, yeah, it, it, we talk about that, and we listen, and we it, 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 we criticize him about it. Listen, but they, I, I'll just I'm just throwing that out there to see what y'all think or see what y'all see. If, if y'all seen anything different in the two games that we saw, because that, that's what I got I took away from it. He just I, didn't have that dog in him, yo. I feel like it was the result of a man trying to carry and not a slightly above, not, I don't want to say above average, I'll be honest with you, because the team without Kadeh, if he didn't go to the team, they probably wouldn't even have made a tournament. That's just that's just how bad uh, but, they really are. But but that's my thing. They weren't supposed they weren't supposed to be in the tournament to begin with, and they, well, they, then they, they got they the appeal. You would you would have. You would have wanted to see more passion out of your star player after they see their pre their postseason was in jeopardy, and then he get it back. But wouldn't that be more of a testament to what Kade Cunningham did? He turned the program around like what Trey Young did. Wouldn't that be not, more of a not necessarily because if it wasn't for the for that postseason bad that was implicated on it, they would have made the tournament either way. Ooh, but I mean, it was the postseason ban that was on that that was keeping them from. Getting into the tournament this year, but that's they, they appealed that and they got it. But that's because of Kaday, though. I mean, if you take Kaday off their roster, I, they're not. You think they're making the tournament? I, let, let's be honest, bro. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they they weren't. It's not that they were were going to miss the postseason because of because of the team. They were going to miss the postseason because of the higher up. They they banned them from the postseason, bro. That's what I'm trying to say. All right, they were supposed to play in the postseason this season, and they got it reversed. They they they, they were able to join if they if they made it. And they made it, and no, and, and nobody. Uh, I didn't doubt that they would make it if, if that were the case. But I'm just saying, for a team that that seemingly had their their postseason jeopardized, I would have wanted to see more fight from the star player that was leading them. Okay, I mean, I think they had that dog in them. I mean, I've seen players they ain't had that dog in them. I think he does. I, I definitely think he does. I don't know about the other guy. I mean, I I don't I don't. I don't know, I'm iffy. I'm a little iffy about Cunningham. I'm not, like the town's there easily, but I kind of agree to what uh, Lil was saying. It was just some parts during that game where like he didn't even care. I'm not gonna say, and I'm not gonna say that he didn't care because obviously he did. But it just looked like he could have done more, and he should have done more, but he didn't. Right. I that's like, that's all. I think that's I think that's where he's coming from. Okay. All right. So all right. from from that point, I. That's why I'm a little iffy about him, but like obviously he's a consensus number one, and as he should be, he's 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 the best player. In, I he I arguably is the best player in college basketball right now. But I mean, I I get do get what Kyrie's saying. I felt like he he could have done a lot. I think he could have done more for his team. Like there were sometimes he made bad passes, was taking bad shots. And it's like as a star player, like you know better than some of the shots he's putting up. You, like you know better than shoot those shots. Right, and then, then there's times he doesn't want to shoot the ball at all, and that and that's my only problem. That's literally my only problem. So like, listen, I see where he's coming from. Like, he 
he just like that's what he means by that dog. In him. Like I'm not gonna question his desire to play, but it just felt like at times he it looked like he didn't want to play. That's just me though. No, that's fair. Cause even I caught a glimpse of the game and I was saying the same thing because y'all were telling me he was the number one pick. And I didn't really see a number one pick in him. But um we could go on to the next game. Uh Nova versus Baylor. I know you guys mostly probably got Baylor. Yeah, uh I'll go ahead. I I've been paying attention to Baylor all season. Once I seen that uh they were ranked number one for a while, or they were ranked in the top for a while. I started tuning into them a lot more. And like I said, they got some NBA point guards on their roster, bro. And, and Davion Mitchell, who's a good two-way – he's a good two-way point guard and, a, and an underrated playmaker also. And Jared Butler, who just knows how – he just makes the right play. He's just always at the right place at the right time. He's a good shooter. They're both not, like, super athletic, but they're, they're like – they have that determination on defense. Now, Baylor, has, as a team, has that determination on defense enough to where they're, they're going to get stops. And Mark Vitell being an undersized center, he, he's a, he plays a huge role in that. So I don't I don't see Villanova getting past him simply because they don't have their leader in Colin Gillespie playing uh playing along, alongside him. He tore his MCL late in the season, which was a low blow. And I think their uh I think their freshman who's a pretty good player too, he's a pretty good shooter. Just I think Justin Simmons or something like that. Can't remember his name, but I think he had got hurt too. I'm, if uh, I might be mistaken, I gotta uh I gotta check again. Uh, uh, okay. I think Justin Robinson is his name, actually. But yeah, that that that's my take on the game. No, listen, I'm 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 going with Baylor too. I mean, pretty much for the reason everybody else was saying earlier, just about their backwards stuff and and the fact they have five players on the team that shoot forty percent for three, which is incredible. And yeah, I mean, the loss of Colin Gillespie does hurt Villanova, but if we know Jay Wright, he, he just because he's down one play, doesn't mean he ain't gonna give up. He ain't going down that a fight, so. Right, and I, I expect uh, Jeremiah Robinson early to have a good game because this might be his last shot in improving his draft stock. So I, and he, he's he's Villanova's best player right now, so I, I fully expect him to step up. I mean, Kyrie, can we touch on Brian Antoine? I mean, man, that guy was supposed to be, you know, this one and done. You know, I mean, what's what's going on with him? I, I can't even tell you much because in the Nova games that I, I tuned into, he's not really featured much. Right, he's – man. I, I, I remember uh, he was a freshman last year, right? He was a freshman. He's a sophomore this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember him coming in. And he was he was a hot name for them. But uh, Villanova's one of those schools, bro. They're they're gonna they're gonna play their older guys. They're gonna play, play the guys that know their system. So I don't know. Okay, I mean, I got Baylor. You know, like they like I said. I mean, Brian Antoine has been stepping up as the five star recruit. And the one and done guy everyone expected them to be, even though they thought he had a monster season in his sophomore year. And Colin, you know, he's so I just don't, you know, I'm just not too high on Villanova. No, I can't agree with you. I got Baylor. I got Baylor winning the whole thing. That's just my prediction. Well, Baylor winning the whole thing. Okay. All right. I'm not, that's respectable. They, they play hard, you know. They do. I, 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 listen, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so next game, or Roberts and uh, Arkansas. Oh man! Um, I'm calling for another upset. You 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 know what? I wouldn't oh, be surprised. Yo, I was talking to somebody earlier. I said, "Yo, or Rob- I guess I said, or Roberts could win the whole thing." So I wouldn't be surprised if they win this game. 
That's just I, I don't. I don't know about winning the whole thing, but I gotta make it to the Elite Eight. Elite Eight. I, I can agree with Chris. I, I'm just Arkansas to me is just you know I'm not I'm not too crazy about Arkansas. I'm not like I don't know Kyrie. How you feel about Arkansas? Um, all I all I've seen from Arkansas is this they're a really fast paced team and they're able to run it up in the score too. They're one of the highest scoring teams in uh, in college basketball. But um, from what I've seen from Oral Roberts, they seem like a really like well disciplined team that can take advantage of a fast team like that. That's causing that's that's going to make a lot of turnovers. That's going to shoot a lot of bad shots, leading to transition opportunities. So I can see a team like Oral Roberts upsetting Arkansas, but I um, me personally, I think their Cinderella ends ends right there. I think Moses Moody's going to have a really good game, and he's going he's going to shoot the lights out. So Lodge, you feel that way too, man? Yeah, I think uh, Moses Moody kind of he kind of enters that lottery uh, position after this one. Since the 30 clip, probably. <laughs> I guess that's all right. All right, Mark. All right. Um, next game we got Houston versus the Q's. Oh, here we go. The Q's guys. Come on, bro. Y'all already know. Uh-huh. Y'all already know. I, I, Buddy Bayham's dropping 25 plus again. Quincy Guerrier, that's going to be my dark horse to have a really good game. I, I'm, I'm predicting at least 20 attempts from Quincy Guerrier. 20 double-double. All right. I, I, I'm, I feel like it's going to be a slugfest because Houston's been one of those teams the past couple of years that just finds their way just finds a way to make the, make a deep run into the tournament. past couple of years, they had a guy by the name of Rob Gray, who's one of the best uh, scorers in college basketball. Right now, they got Clinton Grimes, who's a, who's a good scorer himself. I'm, I'm not going to say it's, it's going to be a walk in the park with them. But uh, I feel like if we get off to the hot start shooting wise that we did last game, and um, we we have to crash the rebounds. That's Syracuse's weakest point is rebounding, because we have no true big man no more. Um, since Baruma Sadibe went down and Jim Behai literally literally plays like six guys a game, so uh, <laughs> he all he but, does is yeah, yeah, keeps it, he keeps it, he keeps a uh, tight rotation, bro. So that that's my only thing. I don't want our guys to get too fatigued. Because that that leads the bad re- that leads the bad rebounding and we're not too good at that. So Merrick Dolezal, he's gonna have to uh, he's gonna have to step up on the boards. Quincy Guerrier is gonna have to step up on the boards, and um, our guys are just gonna have to shoot it. Joe Girard, Buddy Beheim, just gonna have to knock it down. All right. I agree. I, I like that. I actually do like Syracuse though in this one. I actually am going with Syracuse. I got Syracuse. I, yeah, I'm going with them. Yeah, I mean, listen, I got Syracuse in my Final Four, so I, I'm expecting them to defeat their foes. So, That's Oh, and also, I, I just want to point out, not a lot of guys know about him, but I want to shout out my boy, uh, Kadari Richmond. He, uh, he, I think he's going to be an X-Factor in this, in this game. He's not, like, really much of an offensive presence, but he's one of the best defenders in college basketball, period. All right. And I, I think he's going to be a huge X-Factor as, if we want to make it further. Sound like Syracuse got a whole squad, man. From the trenches, though, nobody big. He's all trench work. <laughs> From the trenches, <laughs> put all that work in. All right, Mark, go ahead with the next lineup. No, we got Gonzaga versus Cree. Oh, that's easy. I don't need that's not. I figured easy. everybody has Gonzaga. Yeah, Gonzaga's thinking them. This Gonzaga, Corey Kispert, Joella, Yai, Jalen Suggs, Drew Timmy just dropped thirty last game. Come on, man. They're, they're, they're too talented, bro. Andrew Nembhard, they're too talented. Was, man, if Creighton did by some miracle really did beat Gonzaga, I think everyone's bragging us out the window. Literally. 
Everyone's bragging is already out the window. Yeah, yeah. it started with the Ohio State game. That's where it all started. And, and, no, Ohio was the one that solidified it. When they no, no, actually, actually, no. There was a couple, a couple of kids from Temple at, at my school. Their brackets is still intact. Like they had Ohio State. No, nobody has a hundred percent bracket no more. Right. The past couple of years, people were having a hundred percent brackets going into like the the, the elite eight. Nobody in the world has a has I'm a perfect saying, bracket. No when Ohio beat Virginia, that ended all, all the perfect brackets were done after that. It, it sure did. Oh, okay. Because I, I I have Virginia winning that one myself. Listen, all right. What's the next matchup, Mark? Nice. We got Oregon versus USC. Let's go, Oregon. Mm. I'm rocking with Oregon. That's going to be a tough one. Ooh, that's going to be the best game of the weekend. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It is. It, it really might be. Chris. Chris. Ooh, USC and Oregon. Oh, man, man, mm. man. I'm fighting this one all day. I'm th- I'm going to the weekend. 50 50, man. I, I want to slide with USC, man. I want to ride, but I'm not. Man. Um, yo, yo, I'm uh, going to put it this way. I, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make a, a big a big take right here. Ooh. I feel like if Evan Mobley, like, because this game is going to be a slugfest. This game is going to be a shooter. It's going to be like, like, like you guys said, it's going to be the game of the weekend. If Evan Mobley puts up, like, like a great stat line and lead them to a win, bro. A if he has a double double with, with a couple blocks and he and he's really like like a like he's really like a presence out there. I think he dominates. He, he, he's going to insert himself with the talks. Like, yo, could like could he possibly be number one? Oh, I, I mean, listen. If Kade wasn't in this draft, I would have said Evan Mobley was the number one pick. He's one of the big men. I think he's the next big man. Like you got Jokic, Joel. You got Bam, you got Cat, and I think Evans potential wise is right there. Like he definitely has that potential and talent, no doubt in my mind. If Kade wasn't in this draft, he'd be my number one. So For sure, I, I think he's gonna push his name up there. He has to dominate this game. This is where but, all the scouts is gonna look at him. Like you gotta dominate, just double team. I mean, uh, double double. So yeah, I gotta go with USC. Flash, who you going with, man? I mean, I who you going with? Cause it's two and two right now. We got two USC. Um, it's hard because I, I just the only thing I have a problem with USC is I just want to see if they can run with Oregon. Mm. That's because Oregon's another like high pace. Like they 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 want to they want to get rugged. They want to get rough. Like they want to they want to play. So that's fair. I don't know. I, I'm gonna go with Oregon for now. Oregon. All right. Okay. okay. All right, Mar. What's the next match? Um, UCLA versus Bama. Ooh, I actually got Bama. I think Bama. Yeah, I got to go with my Bama boys. Yeah, I think Petty goes off. I don't think it's going to be Petty. I think it's going to be Herb Jones again. Herb Jones, he's a D, he, he's a, he gets the boards. He keeps them alive with the boards. He really yep. does them alive with the boards. He comes in clutch with those boards. He's like, he just knows where to be at to get the boards. But I'm just rocking with Bama. That's me. Uh, Chris Lodge. Oh, it's Bama. I got uh, yeah, Bama. Oh, Bama. Oh, well, sweet. Hey, Mar, if you watch the game, Pete, um, Javon, uh, Quinley off the bench. He tough. Oh, Bama. I'm gonna watch it now just because you said that. Javon. Oh man, I forgot sure. about he, him. Man. He puts on the show. Man, I forgot about him. He had a double double. He had like eleven dimes at half like last game. 
That's crazy. I forgot about him, man. His career, man, forgot. He forgot about him. He should have. He should have went there from the jump, bro. Oh man, from the jump. But I don't think he would have fit Avery Johnson's scheme because if, if he would have went there from the jump, Avery Johnson would have been a coach. I don't think that. Yes, would have. You see what Avery bro, Johnson? Bro, he had Colin Sexton. What you mean? What? Bro, bro, he would have came, like, up, came when, up the they, bench there. It would have been crazy, when bro. Oats, when they Oates uh, offense, I think we see what Nate Oates is doing with Javon Quinley. I mean, I think that was like the perfect match made. But I, like I said, if you guys feel Avery Johnson would have been just as great of a fit, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, because Avery Johnson bro, had, you had, see a high, high, he had a high Bro, you see what Colin Sexton doing now, bro? Play perfect with that. What Colin Sexton yeah, was dude. doing then? Bro, in college, yes. Look, yeah. Listen to me. That's more – now, not to take anything away from Avery Johnson, but Colin Sexton is a talent. I mean, he's obviously a better guard than Javon Gwinley. I don't think no one's going to sit there and say otherwise. So, I, I mean – but, yeah, I see your point, though. I see your point, though. I'm not going to dismiss it. I see your point. All right, okay. Mark. Everybody's rocking with Ben. I'm going to save this one for last because mm-hmm. I know what people are going to say. Ooh. Michigan versus Florida State. You know my answer. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. You know I'm rocking. You know, yeah. This is why I saved it for last because I figured it's gonna be back and forth. Listen, I ain't gonna yeah, say too sure. much, right? Because you got nothing to say about it. I'm not gonna say too much. Listen, go ahead, Chris. We know your choice, Lodge and Kyrie. Who you rocking? And we know why by your choice, though. We know why I'm choosing them. I'm I'm gonna bank on Florida's Florida State's defense. That's my reason why I'm gonna bank on Florida State's defense that they're gonna carry them. They, yes, Michigan's defense is just it's good, but I think Florida State they're gonna come in hungry. They're the underdogs. They got something to prove. They're gonna get this job done. But that's just me. I know, Chris. Relax, relax. Go ahead, Kyrie and Lodge. Over there. So uh, this, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be one of the other biggest games of the uh, of the Sweet Sixteen. Also, in my opinion. Um, I think the fact that Florida State has, like, I think the tallest team in college basketball right now mm-hmm. is going to give – they might give Michigan a lot of problems with that, being that Hunter, Hunter Dickinson is the only true big man. But he, uh, he he himself is a great presence. And I think him and friends – I think friends Wagner is going to also have a pretty good game too. I think he's going to shoot the ball well. He's going to distribute it. I, I think Michigan's going to edge uh, Florida State out. Okay. All right. I got Michigan okay. as well. I'm sorry, Colin. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. Listen, man, solo dolo. I'm going. Listen, are you I'm going with them because you don't like Michigan? That's, that's hey, why I'm going to know. You know, you're not wrong to go with them. You're not wrong for going with them. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, you ain't gotta tell me, my man. I listen. This is listen. We're gonna see. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, come no, on. No, no, no. So, just, just hypothetical question. Just hypothetical. Yes, sir. If, let's say let's say Michigan wins. They play Alabama. You gonna pick Alabama, ain't you? No, I, I would pick Michigan. I, w- I would pick Michigan. I, you I like Mich- you like Michigan over Alabama. You know what? That would be a tough game, but I would rock with Michigan. I would like Michigan over Florida State. Yeah, all right. Oh, listen, man, I think Florida State. <laughs> oh, I, 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 <laughs> maybe it doesn't make sense to me. It does make sense because there's some dolls. They're gonna get after it. I listen. I feel like they got it. But like I said, Chris, just okay. wait. Here, here's the difference. Here's, here's yourself, the difference. Chris. Chris, no. Humble yourself, Chris. Humble yourself. I am humbling myself. Here's the difference. Here's the thing that I think is gonna set us apart. You're right about them being a tall team, but Kyrie's right about Henry Dickinson being a beast down in the paint. But not only that, though, our shot maker or shot taker, I guess, or creating his own shot, is not at playing. Like he doesn't play anymore. And you see, we don't have anybody there. We just get the ball to and say, okay, just score a basket. We play team. 
Michigan plays team basketball. You see how it did. Our two leading scorers last week were our seniors. They both had 20 apiece. And Sadiq Sid- Brown just gave a bad game against Texas Southern, and he came back against, against LSU. He was the reason we went up against LSU. He's the reason we stayed in the game because when Eli Brooks came out, who was, who was scoring for us? We don't need somebody. We don't need like a shot maker to beat teams. That's what I'm saying. We and we have one. We don't even need him. And, yeah, and, and to piggyback that. and to piggyback off that, Chris Jawan Howard, he has them play like a real slow tempo game, exactly. and they do a real good and they do they do a real good job of making the other team, no matter how fast fast they are, following you, suit and playing the same you. slow tempo. Thank you. You saw what LSU was. They were trying to run the tempo, and they ran the tempo. They took the lead. When we slowed the game down, we took over the game. Nope. Yep. is gonna do the same thing. Let's go try to run it up. Yes, Alabama, they gonna try to run it up. Yes, we can slow the tempo down against any team in the country. Mm, okay, all right. Okay, Chris, just humble yourself, buddy. Humble yourself. I am humbling myself. All right, man. All right, Magic. Is it? Is that? I think that's all the games for the Sweet Sixteen, right? Yeah, absolutely correct. All right, then. So we're gonna make a transition to the NFL. I mean. A lot of stuff is going on with the free agency now. I mean, you got Mitch Trubisky to the Bills. You got them boys back. One year, two point five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, what's you guys thought about Mitchell Trubisky going to the Bills? What's what's um? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Why? Wow. Who cares? Wow. The whoa, whoa. What about the real signing wow. about the heaven today? What about no. that side? Oh, you want to talk about oh, yeah, Joe Flacco? <laughs> you want to talk about backup quarterbacks or quarterbacks in general? Let's talk about the way that happened today. Y'all signed, of all people, Joe Flacco. Listen pass to me, man. Uh, you pass up on Brissett, too. You pass up on Brissett, bro. Hey, 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 hey. Smooth had him chilling. Hey, Chris. I mean, listen, man. I like to, you know, you you got to see what you see, you know. I, I don't know what's gonna unfold, but listen, man, putting that aside, let, let's just go ahead and put that aside. So, what was one of the biggest surprises of the signing so far that really just took you back? It was like, man, you know, you didn't expect this move to happen. I mean, I, I'm gonna go with uh, Chris. What 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 was the biggest surprise signing for you so far in free agency? Well, I had a lot of big surprises in free agency. Mm-hmm. Well, especially with my team alone. I'm about to be biased just with my team alone because because for some of them, I don't know what was wrong with them. I, I It's mind-boggling to me. Why we, I, I know why we did it, but I don't like that we did it right now. Mm. I know why we got rid of Rodney Hudson, but I don't like that we did it. Oh, okay. okay. They, they got rid of him to basically just have more money to pay players, and they feel like they were going to need to pay players this offseason. But, and I'm not mad about it because I saw last year – even with the injured offensive line, we still have one of the better offensive lines in the league. So I know our offensive line coach, and I know we're going to be okay with whoever we have. They're not going to be great, but they're going to be they're going to be solid. They're going to be good enough. So I'm not necessarily mad about that. Um, I will say I was at first upset, but I'm kind of now intrigued about Ken, about Kenyon Drake's line. And I think I'm intrigued by it because when now when I think when I think about how the Raiders play in John Gruden's offense. He likes to play with two running backs. He always plays with a power bag, which is Josh Jacobs, and he plays with a bag for counter sweeps or just going out for passes, and that can be Kenyon Drake. And Kenyon Drake can be a difference maker in the game, which is why I like that we got him now. So now teams are – so now when we play teams, they're not going to assume we're just going to run it up the middle every time with Josh Jacobs. Now they got to be prepared. Like, we could run a counter or a sweep with Kenyon Drake. And with the sign of John Brown, we have two deep threats now, even though we're still missing a number one in my opinion. But 
for my team itself, I was surprised a lot about that. Outside of my team, I I had a feeling this was gonna happen, but I didn't. I had a feeling, but I thought Kenny Galladay was gonna sign somewhere else. But I I thought I'm happy he went to New York now. Thinking about it, I'm happy he went there. Oh, so you thought that was a good good fit? Okay. Right. Yeah. At first, at first, I wanted to go somewhere else. At first, I thought was, I thought he was gonna go to a division rival like Chicago or Green Bay. That's what I thought. Mm. But I like the addition. Of, I like him going to New York. I think, but not, but. I think the difference maker between New York being a good team, a mediocre team, and a bad team is going to rely on Daniel Jones, I think, personally. I think, I think now he has all the pieces around him to be have to have a, a great offense. So so you so you think Daniel Jones, he takes that next step, and then, you know, it makes a deep run. Potent, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, it makes that deep run. Sure it does. I mean, he needs to take that next step. It's time. He he he, he could ask for anything better. He, he officially has a wide receiver he could throw it to. Now – the fault with, with Kenny Galladay is he's injury prone. That's the fault. And you're paying a lot of money to a guy who, I, even though he we know he can play like a number one receiver, he's not always on the field. So the question is to me, if he's not playing, who's going to be that guy that you're going to give it to? Because they don't really – I mean, they have other receivers, but who's their r- real number two? Ever Ingram's inconsistent, so is Sterling Brown. And, I mean, how's, and would you say Darius Slayton's inconsistent, Mark? Would I say who is inconsistent? Darius Slade. Oh man, he used to trash him, Mar. The messages. He was trash. I mean, he I don't really I don't I, I don't really think we have a consistent receiver, to be honest. So I mean, like like you said, Sterling Shepard, um, Kenny Gather's not on there. Evan Ingram, he's inconsistent. Darius Slayton, like I don't think there's anybody consistent that we have as far as the number one or as being a, as being a backup from what I saw last season. And that's the, that's, that's one of my concerns right there too. Okay. So, but like I said, like they had the pieces to be a good team. Now. They really had the pieces and they have a good coach, but it's all about who's just going to, who's going to improve now at this point, it's just about improving because everybody they got is, is young at this point. Kenny Dowd is only like 26, 27. So he's still relative. I mean, he's not young, but he's still relatively young. So, I mean, it's all about just improving. So we're going to see if they're can if they going to improve or if they're just going to be mediocre. That's basically where it is. Okay, Chris. Sounds fair. That's, it was some nice surprises, too. I mean, Elijah, uh, what was the biggest surprises, you know, during the phrases he signs? You know, you were kind of shocked. Like, oh, man, I didn't expect that to happen. Or, you know, what, what kind of took you back? Well, recently, the the, the A.J. Green signing, it, it honestly shocked me because I did not think he was going to go there. And it kind of – Man. It kind of honestly went over my head because I was thinking maybe Baltimore is there and still in need of a receiver. And you just shoot did them dirty. So, yeah, I think I, I love – honestly, now that I'm looking at it, I love it. But also with the Cardinals as well, the, the J.J. Watt signing, I, I really I think mean, like listen. maybe like three, like, like three, four years ago, that would have been crazy. That would have been – Open it, yo. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm, 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 time, bro. I'm sorry. It would have been crazy. It would have been crazy. But I don't know. I, I they both got to pay off. He wanted his old old partner in crown back. That that's all it was, you know. And it was it, JJ Watt. Really, you know, they're really close. A lot of people, they're really close. I felt like that played a big factor to him joining. Yeah. I want I want to say something real quick about the JJ Watt signing. Uh, ahead, Chris. I, I like that they got him, but also who they gave up because they they, they, they let like go for sign really to get him. Here's their safety the last. They gave up on him. And now both – and J.J. Watt's injury prone and Chandler Jones is coming back for injuries. So now both their pass rushers 
or their their so-called pass rushers, you don't know how they're going to return. And they gave just gave up their leading sack, their leader in sacks last year. So, I mean, it's it could be it could work, it couldn't work. To be honest with you, and I'm that's what, leaning toward. That's why I said man, maybe like three, four years ago, bro. But it might be too late. It might be, but I mean, you might as well give it a chance at this point. Yeah. I mean, why? So what what other surprises that you know besides there? That's you know, that's all that's all you wanted to mention. Um, one, I was surprised at what we were looking at James White. No, we ain't signed him, but I was surprised we were looking into him. But then again, since we still got Brady, it don't really shock me. But I want Leonard Fournette. I don't I don't want James White. I don't I don't want him. <laughs> You want Leonard Fournette? Yeah, I don't yeah. Just keep it that way. Yeah, right. That 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 combination is perfect. I mean, just, yeah, run back the team you won the Super Bowl with. You know, I mean, it can't go. It can't go wrong. I mean, you got right. a couple pieces. Maybe Odell if if, if AB don't come back. You know. Wait, so you wait, Lodge, So you guys think you you're running back to the Super Bowl again, Lodge? You think that's crazy? Bro, it's, it's it's gonna be us and the Rams in a in a, in a championship, bro. Wow. Ah. <laughs> wow! I'm saying it right now, but I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm about the Rams. Wow! Listen, I I I just like them right now on paper. I'm I'm, I'm just you know feel me. I mean, they're good on paper. Remember, I mean, listen, man, Matthew Stafford's a gunslinger. He doesn't have some. He doesn't have a deep threat. He got a good receiver, Cooper Cup, but he don't have somebody like y'all. I'm just we gonna we gonna throw it down the field. He don't got one. Robert, wait, wait, he took I, that Robert I, Woods, right? Wait, I mean, I'm not. I mean, he's all right. Deshaun Jackson signed. Bro, come on. Bro, he's, he's, he's done. He run a route, he get hurt. He run a route, he get hurt. It's over. Wait a minute, man. Wait a minute. Whoa. Bro, he be getting hurt running the route. What you mean? Okay, listen, listen. I, I want to bank on his health. This. I want to bank he's going to take the necessary precautions on how to keep his body in tip-top shape because you got to He ain't on your squad no more, bro. Just let I know go. he's not Bye. on my squad. I, Man, I'm not trying. I'm not clinging on to some old past memories. Like you know, I'm not. I'm. Wait, listen. I feel like you know. Don't sleep on Deshaun. If he if he's healthy, if he's healthy, you can't sleep on. Yeah, you say. Nah, but hold on, Chris. Who who um who, who else did you say for the championship? My my. Uh, I, I think my early prediction. I think it's gonna be rematch. I think it's gonna be Green Bay and um Tampa again. Whoa. Yo, but the only thing is though, they still didn't get another receiver, bro. Wait, no, wait. Yeah, they did it because they didn't get Will Fuller. They didn't get Will Fuller. Oh man. Nah, they just re-signed Aaron Jones. Well, I mean, Allen Robinson. He they they snake Allen Robinson. Yeah, Allen wild, he, yo. He they declined. did even dirty. He declined. Yo, and, and they gave him the Andy Dalton, bro. Ah, they gave him Andy, Andy. Dalton. <laughs> Andy Dalton. Man. You get from Andy Dalton, I'd be sick. I wouldn't, yeah. You so know he, what? Tragic. He sit out for a year until he gets traded. That's what he's <laughs> doing. That's, that's a lot of money he's going to lose, but that's still tragic. Bro, bro, he, he don't care. He just went out of Chicago. Just, just, <laughs> just sit out until he gets traded. That, that, that's tragic, man. That's tragic. I mean, somebody's going to pick him up. So just sit out. That's, that's the best But way. Somebody, somebody, yeah, someone will pick him up. I mean, Mara, what was what was some of the biggest surprises in the free agent signings that you was like, man, you know, I didn't see that coming. It took me back. So I mean, I wouldn't say there was any I was surprised about. There were just some that were, like, weird. Like, there were some that I, like, I saw the report, and I just put my phone back down because it was like, what? Like, it was it just <laughs> – it just was like, okay, this is – I guess this is what happened in this season. And it started with J.J. Watt. I really didn't understand out of all the teams. Like, you asked to leave a team 
that's not making the playoffs to go to another team that didn't make the playoffs. Like, you can say they're going to get better with him, but it's just like, why put yourself in that position? You could have just stayed on the team you were on. So, was, I mean, like, it was just weird for him to go there. No, that's and then, that's and cool. then, like, the Packers not chasing any wide receivers, that was just weird to me. Yeah, like, that's not me. I don't know. It was just – and, like, the Allen Robinson thing, it was just some weird things. I don't really say that was shocking. And, like, even what the Raiders did, it was it was just weird. Like, maybe Chris was shocked because that's his team, but I just looked at it like, what, like it's just weird at this point. I don't know. Maybe it's just the last two years we've been having, but I don't know. All these things that have been going on in the NFL just seem weird to me. Not really shocking. Hold on, Mar, I got to ask you a question because I've been dying to hear your reasoning for this. You know what I'm – you already know what I'm asking why, why why don't you think this Arizona Cardinals situation will not work out? Because you, you already know what we talked about. You just never told me your reason. So I want to hear this. Well, for one, um, DeAndre Hopkins is – I think he's in the same situation as Houston. He's not getting the ball like how he deserves. He's not getting the ball like he should. Like he caught the Hail Mary this year. But what else did we know him for this season? You didn't really hear about him. That's if it wasn't for the Hail Mary, I don't think you would have heard of him, to be honest. That's fair. And – Part of that is Kyler Murray. Like, I, li- I love Kyler Murray. I like what type of quarterback he is. And, like, he's short, so he represents for me. So, I like I click with him. I like him. But I just feel like he's going to – I feel like he's going to mess this situation up. I don't feel like he's ready for this situation yet. Not saying he can't grow into it, but I think they're expecting him to be somebody that he's not right now. He's not, he's not there yet. And I feel like all the pressure is going to be on him. Seeing his wide receiver court now, Christian Kirk. If Larry comes back, DeAndre Hopkins and AJ Green. So it's like, yo, if you don't like, I just feel like he just has so much pressure on him, and I feel like he's just not ready for it yet. And like you said, and they, they lost their running backs too. Yeah, so it's I mean like, like they're big, like like just like how you guys look at the Nets, I look at them like the Nets, like they just got big names. It's just. Mm. That's just that's just how I feel about it. They just got well, big names, I mean, and they're not they're not worried about the important part of the aspect of it. Okay, all right. That's that's some great points. I mean, the next comparison. All right. I mean, Kyrie. Let him be an episode. <laughs> oh, I, I thought something was wrong with my John. I was about to say, <laughs> nah, bro. It's never that. It's never that. Bro. It's never that. Bro. Y'all want me to wait till he? Y'all want me to wait till he come back? No. All right, I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna go ahead. All right, so the the one team that stood out to me the most that like made like a, like like a, like big changes in free agency was really the New England Patriots. Because at first I was really shocked that they went went ahead and re-signed Cam Newton, even though it was oh, only one man. year. Oh man! But uh, I thought they would have really went out and and tried to get somebody younger, or at least try to get somebody in the draft. And maybe they will. No, we we don't know yet. But um, that that did really shock me. But uh, I'm I'm happy they went and put a few more weapons, a lot of weapons around him. One, especially Kendrick Bourne from the uh, from the 49ers. I really liked him uh, this past season. Um, he just didn't get a lot of touchdowns because of his his quarterback situation. Everybody was hurt. But um, I think he's uh, I think he'll be a really solid weapon for uh, for Cam Newton. And then also the Hunter Hunter Henry uh, signing alongside John, uh, John Smith for the uh, for the tight ends tandem. I think that they're going to be really reliable options for Cam, who's probably not going to throw it super deep. Uh, I don't, I don't see him doing that uh, so much because of his inaccuracies. But those guys like that, those, those serve to uh, be really big pieces for him. And then, uh, of course, they signed Jalen Mills. Uh, he was on the Eagles with us. They went and got him. So they're, they're beefing up their defense again. 
So uh, I, I feel like the, the Pats really made like one of the biggest like switches this offseason. I feel like they 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 really were focused on turning their direction around. They weren't happy being a laughing stock of the league last season and, and playing bad football. That's not that's not what they're used to. That's not what that's not what their culture is. So I think they're really trying to that turn was it around. his fault though. That was his fault. Yeah, for not trying to uh, go out and get more, or not trying to pay He's to get other Weird. But I'm grateful though. He said, "I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful." Yeah, and I, I do want to shout out the Giants too. From Mar, I think they did. A, I think they had a pretty good free agency. Also, um, resigned their their uh, their the defensive end and Leonard Williams. They got him resigned. They picked up John Ross. So I, I, last year or during the season that the Eagles were in rumors to pick him up. I would have liked to seen that just to have somebody out there. But um, I think if he stays healthy, he'll be a pretty good uh pretty good weapon. Then of course Kenny Galladay. So uh, I think they, uh, as an Eagles fan, I'm I'm pretty scared to see what they did at free agency compared to us. That's fair. That's some that's some pretty great points. I mean, I, I love it, man. I love it. So we're gonna we're gonna still touch on the last topic of the NFL. I'm sure every, everyone's heard the news. You know, we're a little bit late, but we gotta talk about it since he's a quarterback that's highly admired and respected. You know, uh, Drew Brees he retired. So you know, I know some of you guys. Uh, where do you guys put him in the in, in your quarterback rank of all time? You know, you know, you know, where does he stack up against all time Grace in the quarterback position? I mean, I want to start off with Mar with this one. I mean, where do you guys rank uh, Drew Brees? I mean, Drew Brees. I mean, you could say top three of his generation. Mm. I mean, well, in my opinion, top three of his generation, but I don't feel like he's top five all time mm. due to the simple fact. Like you can like I'm gonna say one Super Bowl, but that's not the only thing. But that's that's one thing in it, and like his consistency in the playoffs. Like he was just getting bounced and like in the first round in the quarterbacks he shouldn't have lost to. Yes, you can say the the Minneapolis miracle, but it's like that it was Case Keenum. Like it shouldn't have been any question there. So it's just like Drew Brees is a great quarterback. He has a lot of records. Well, yeah, that's that's just that's just what he's gonna be known for, just like a record holder and one Super Bowl. I just feel like his rocky inconsistency in the playoffs is what's really holding him back, in my opinion. Yeah, I definitely want to touch on Mars at one Super Bowl. I mean, I think we all could agree Drew Brees had more than one Super Bowl. You know, you know what I mean. And whether or not that's his fault or that's the team's fault. Oh, know? it is his fault. Yeah, that <laughs> it is his fault. It being it's, it's games where he throws late interceptions in overtime. And it's like, yo, you're like, come on, bro. You're Drew Brees. You can't be doing that. So, like like I said, getting bounced in the first round, whether he's throwing a pick, like like he gets the ball in overtime first, he throws a pick. And then, um, I forget his name. I'm so sorry. Uh, Kirk Cousins goes down and then drives and then scores and ends the game. Because, like, come on, Drew, what you doing? Hey, man. I mean, that's that's fair. I mean – Chris, where do you where do you put Drew Brees in the quarterback list? The high strong list. Where do you put Drew Brees, Hall of Fame? Uh, I think he's I think because of his records and stuff and what he's done for the NFL, I think you can put him or at least make an argument for him being top five. Mm-hmm. Um but just like Mars said, I mean, when we're gonna when we're gonna talk about his legacy, something that's gonna be brought up is his playoff woes. And I mean, I know. He he'll forever be an icon of New Orleans by far. They might build a statue of him. That's something. Oh, yeah. I would I would be surprised about that. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, he is right. The though. I mean, they, they might do that too. 
I wouldn't be surprised. But like, yeah. but like what Mars said, I mean, outside of the Minneapolis miracle, and I will say the game against LA, the LA Rams win, that was a bland pass interference call that they didn't call. Um, he definitely should have made it to – even if he didn't make the Super Bowl, easily should have made it at least to the divisional championship round. Um, he should easily have more than one Super Bowl because it, the teams he's had have all had more than enough talent. No, no question about it. And I'm not going to say it's all on him, but like Mark said, he does play a big factor in them losing to, like, Minnesota in the first round of the playoffs and just him not getting his team over the hump when they needed it. So – um, I mean, for example, this year, what the two times we saw the Saints play the Buccaneers, and I remember I said this on the year after the game. I they they beat the Braves of the Buccaneers twice, and I was saying the way it's looking, I think the Saints are going to beat Tampa Bay, and I, and if the Saints did beat Tampa Bay, they would have a check. They probably would could have had a real good shot winning the Super Bowl. But what did Drew Brees do in that game? He he really that that was his last game. He 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 didn't look like the Drew Brees that we all know. At all, and that was a and that was a big game because that was against Tom Brady, you know, his best one of his best friends in the league and his new Tampa Bay team. And like I said, I was one of the people that thought I didn't say they're going to spank Tampa Bay, but I didn't think t- they're going to. I didn't think they were going to lose to them either. So it's like he's a great quarterback, and he's easily top ten all time. I'll say easily top ten, top five is going to be up for debate, but he's just always going to be known as a very very talented quarterback that just couldn't win more than one Super Bowl, kind of like what Aaron Rodgers is right now. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Whoa, I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Never mind. I'll save this. Wait, Mark. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, no, no, I'm no, listening. No. Go ahead. Wait, hold on. Listen, you... Wait, listen. Mark. Hold on, Mark. Hey, get it off your chest, man. At least if we're going to be honest, Aaron Rodgers, last two seasons, he lost in the championship game right before the Super Bowl. Even when Drew Brees lost in the mini life, it was miracle. It wasn't even a championship game. So, right, Drew Brees, I... like, so you're right, like, but I just say he's gonna be he's gonna be snow for somebody. I, I just say he's gonna be known as a very talented quarterback with only one ring. That's all I said. And Rodgers isn't done yet. As I, far know, as no, wait, I know he's not done, but yeah. right now, wait, 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 hold on, wait. Before we get to Lodge, go ahead, go ahead, Chris, go ahead, Chris. I, I'm saying I'm not saying everybody's done yet, but as of right now, does he only have one ring? You're absolutely correct. Uh, that's why I said I was gonna save it. It was really that's why I was like, I'm gonna just save it for another time because I can't really. Saying all you said was one ring, I can't really like argue that. Like that, right. that's what it is. A, a undisputable fact. But Lodge was over here signing. I want to know what you were signing about, sir. Can you yeah, me too. Because, because, uh huh. You swear he's not done, but the man just oh, literally sure. had his, his his literally his best here season ever. Here we go. And look, like I said, for I told that you, loss wasn't on people. Bro, no, yo, yo. Aaron Jones fumbled. What you mean? They came right at halftime. Aaron Jones fumbled, and then y'all scored. That was what y'all only scored what ten points in the second half. And yeah, one no, day, no, 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 but the thing about it, no. But look, hold on, Mark. Look, see, look. I'm talking about Aaron Jones. What happened in the first half? The Bulls sat on the bench, bro. You shouldn't have gave him the ball after the second half. Screw that. And then again, you can you can go back to the, the last possession he had, bro. Don't throw the ball. Get closer, bro. Mm. Why are you throwing it? No. So you're not gonna that, talk about the time decision. when they so you're not well so, so you're just not gonna talk about the time when they were when they were fresh out of halftime and Aaron Jones put them in a predicament where their back was against the wall because y'all were in the red zone. You're not gonna talk about that. Mm. 
that's a bro, key I factor, yo. Come it on. It is, but but I'm also saying, bro, and still after that, he still had another chance. And he still outplayed Tom Brady. Oh. Yeah, but sometimes you don't gotta do that. That's fine. no, but I'm just and saying. Look, you, but I'm saying, he yo, didn't. but look, hold on again. But that that defends my point again. He he threw the he picked he picked got picked off three times, bro. And Aaron Rodgers can't be done with it. Right or wrong, he turned the ball over three times. And oh. how many points he scored? Like six points. That's Ooh. terrible. Ooh. But what does that have to do with Aaron Rodgers, though? Me. You're saying we were you you brought up saying you you were saying. Cause you said I said he's not far from being done. I, my point is, I'm trying to figure out where you were going with there. I mean, because, I like I said, he still outplayed Tom Brady and he still had an MVP season. So that's why I was trying to figure out where were you going with that part. I mean, I still Aaron went, Rodgers always Aaron Rodgers isn't known to have like a like a, a slackest performance, right? He always performs well until what happens or something. What so what happens right around? Well, I mean, well, wait, hold on. But, Lodge, I think, I mean, Aaron Rodgers got, like, what? How old is he, 34, 35? He, he got to – listen, Tom Brady could play until he's 42, 41. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers could, you know, go up that same pace, you know? That's – but that wasn't my I mean, point, though. Or what was your point, then? Because you can't say he he's far from done yet, but yeah. they don't make changes, though. So, like, you can't even say that. So, but, what, they, they're going to come back and do the same thing again with the same squad? I mean, Everybody else around him is getting better. Were they not going back to the same thing? Were they not? Efficient? I don't really, I don't really think y'all were really better than them. I just really think that fumble really changed the point of the game. Like that changed. Like yes, they really do need another receiver. Like they do have stuff to work on. But I'm saying that fumble really switched the game. Like literally, because they scored the next possession. They scored the next possession. So we're not gonna do that. They they do need to work on some stuff, but. Like I said, that fumble changed the point because they scored on the next possession, and time was folding. And like, like you said, they didn't do nothing with it. But I'm just saying that fumble really, really like changed the point of the game. I understand. I understand that. But what I was gonna ask Mardo because he told he said that Breeze was top three in his generation. I wanted to ask who's in his generation because I, I I don't even think he's top three because in my opinion, I sneak Aaron Rodgers in there towards the big, towards the like middle, like end of day prime. He snuck in there. So for real, for real, he might be like four or five because I got Brady. When do you think Drew Brees fell off? Or let, let me see. When do you how- think Aaron Rodgers surpassed Drew Brees? Oh, wait, actually, who is the better quarterback, Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. But at that time, I was taking Drew Brees. Like, Drew Brees what? was just – Drew Brees was still getting 5,000 yards with no receivers. Like, at the time, his best receiver was Marquise Coast, and then he left. He had yeah. no – So, oh. at that point in time, I was taking Drew Brees. Maybe, yeah. like, 2015, 2015, 2014, I will start rocking with Aaron Rodgers. But I would, I would have to say – before that, I would have to pick. I would have to go with Drew Brees. So you got what Brady Man and Brees? Yeah, easily. And then who for him? What you got? Like what? Uh, what maybe Ben and then Eli or Eli Ben? I I mean, so who I got would, Ben. I ain't even gonna hold. I you. might. I, got ben, I, I might have to go with Ben. Like I'm. I'm never biased. I'm never gonna Eli be like biased. That, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'll like go with that. Ben. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna because I'm not biased. Man, I'll I'll put cool. Ben then Eli. 
I'll be honest right there. Eli made it worse because the way he went out, it blew mine. Like, you really just showed it. Like, you finally showed, like, like, yeah. You want to retire with grace and dignity, man. You can't go out. At, like, at, at least Big Bro snuck one last one in right quick and got like, you know, he took that little ride right quick. You know what I mean? That defense definitely was the ride, man. He coasted through that. But no, but let's 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 go on Kyrie. I mean, listen, Drew Brees, like we just had a whole quarterback debate between quarterbacks. It's a stack list. Like, where do you rank them all time? So I'm not even gonna lie to you. I- I can't really even go ahead and rake them right now. You guys' football not, uh, history is, is way surpassed mine. But from what I've seen, like, yeah, you can go ahead. You can definitely say he was a generationally uh, – like a generational quarterback. Yes, you, yeah. Some people could look at uh, the fact that he got no MVPs or or uh, or one championship. But, like, just the – I feel like just the great seasons that he had. And, and you can hear – like, you even hear his teammates talk about him, about how great of a teammate he is and how good he is at preparing. You see James Winston talk about it today about his one season being a teammate of Drew Brees and an offensive lineman of his that played with him uh, for for a long tenure, talk about him during his retirement and got emotional about how how good of a uh, teammate Drew Brees is. So I think, like, just like just that attitude he carries. And, like, yeah, they had some bad seasons where they – like, they had a small drop where they didn't, they didn't make the playoffs and stuff like that. But he, I feel like he always kept his team afloat when – like, when, when it mattered the most. And, like – there's not much else like much else I can say. Y'all pretty much uh y'all pretty much got it all. All right, sounds fair. But uh you know we're gonna make a transition to the last part of this episode. It's gonna be the NBA. So it's a lot of stuff inside the NBA right now regarding uh whether or not the biggest surprises and you know the trade deadline is right around the corner, some trades has happened. Uh, you know, and then we gotta also talk about uh, our previous picks in the beginning. We made some picks on the awards, the regular season awards, who would be who's our, uh, our MVP, our defensive player, rookie of the year, et cetera. So we want to go back, look over that, and then see if we have any new predictions and new, uh, you know, players who we think, you know, rightfully deserve that award. But before we get to that, uh, I'm sure you guys uh, saw the comment, uh, LeBron James, you know, he says he feels like he should have won like 10 MVPs and Kyle Kuzma co-signed that same sentiment. Before we go on the dumb, what do you guys feel about that? You guys agree with LeBron? He should have like 10, 9 MVPs? I mean, that, that can that, that can be hard. I mean, we, we say it all the time. He goes into the season every year as an MVP favorite. Ooh. Or he, he plays every season and he, he's all he's always an MVP uh, conversation. Mm. So, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like he deservingly feels like he, he should have more. But and it, like he he unfortunately he's in a generation of basketball where we have a lot more stars than there were before. So the guys mm-hmm. like James Harden's KD Steph, they're, they're of course they snuck some in. They D Rose, D-Rose. they were like like there's no denying LeBron James could have could have won MVP in any one of them seasons. But those guys they arguably had MVP seasons themselves, and I felt like the NBA or the fans felt like they just needed to be a new face. I can't disagree with you at all. That right there, everything you said was correct. So yeah, he he honestly, I'm not gonna say he should have, but he he definitely had a legitimate chance to win MVP from 20, 2007 to up till now. Every year, he easily had a chance. I'm not gonna say he deserves to win all those years, but he definitely had a chance to. Same thing with everybody. Everybody, um, generation number one. Like same thing with Jordan. We can go down there. He should have won pretty much every one, but he didn't though. So. Hey. Uh, uh, right. That's, that's fair. 
I got to agree. Besides Steph Unanimous, Russell Westbrook's triple-double, and James Harden, I feel like Brown could have won all of them. Those are the only three I think he wasn't going to get, in my opinion. Okay. Right. That's respectable. That's respectable. It is respectable. All right. So now we're going to save the, the our new uh, regular season predictions for last. But I want to talk about, you know, the biggest surprise and the biggest disappointing NBA teams to you guys so far. And, man, I mean, it's crazy. I want to go first. All right, hold on. We, we could go from either <laughs> Rockets to the Hawks to man. Go ahead, Lodge. Go ahead, Lodge. Go ahead. Hey, yeah, we had these boys down 102 to 76 in the third quarter. <laughs> Yo, the Knicks, I'm telling y'all right now, if we make the playoffs, listen to me. All I all I need is to see Mar and them in the first round. I don't even care if y'all win. I just <laughs> need about one or two dubs, and I ain't I don't need you to say nothing to me. Oh, that means it's coming. It's coming, bro. I'm telling yo, you that. As, as a Knicks fan, that would mean that would mean so much to me. Just even making bro, it, it would mean so I don't much even. Me. Y'all can scrape us or whatever, but I'm telling you, if we if I make the playoffs, the only people I want to play is y'all. That's it. I I'm think y'all want to play. To be honest with you, but y'all would yo, put up. A I'm great not hearing fight. none of that. I'm y'all would put up a great fight each game. I really believe y'all would put up a great. Fight easy. Yo, listen, I'm I'm telling you right now. Y'all would get swept, though. Let's be honest. Y'all put up a great fight. I'm telling you, yo, Tom Thibodeau going to smack the fire to Steve Nash. One good game. I'm telling you. Humble him real quick. said one good game. (laughs) I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Watch. You're going to show him what's real. Like, yo, hold on. Hold on, Elijah. Go ahead, Bar. What you got? You said, whoa, whoa. Like, go ahead, Bar. What you got to get off your chest, man? If you're not a 76ers fan, (laughs) <laughs> you should not be saying anything threatening to me. Ooh. Oh, my. Milwaukee, too, though. I mean, no, we don't. No, no, no. No. You're not, wor- you're not worried right. about Milwaukee? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. The only thing is, though, Giannis do get better every year. And, 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 and I do yeah, get better. But their strategy well, stays the, the same. Exactly. They're going to climb the the At least this time, they got Drew Holiday as a second option compared to Eric Bledsoe. But I, I don't know how much of a difference that's really going to make. You know, that's still up for the jury. I mean, but they did get P.J. Tucker, so that means something. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I'm just not. We're not worried about them boys. They just, no, they're not. No, they just I gotta hand it to y'all. This shit, y'all better take it. Y'all don't take it. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this. I think y'all biggest threat is really like the Lakers, obviously. And oh, it's Chalk for that too. It's Chalk. But I feel like yeah. But back to you, Lodge. Yeah, I think the Knicks will get swept. But you guys will put up a fight each game. I will be entertained. Listen, I just need time to one get on one. One one day. One of them things. I got one of them things. All right, how about this? If KD, if KD's hurt. James, He's not Blair. even saying all that. No, I want now all of them lined up. I want oh, no, all no, no. Up. I don't. You, you have no one on that team that can guard Katie. Randall with a forty clip, bro. With a dub, yo. Randall with a forty clip and a dub, and that's all I need. I gotta be a gentleman sweep if y'all meet up. It's gonna be a gentleman sweep. Thank you. You have no one on that team that can guard Katie. Respect, respect. That's why I just need one. It would be a fight, though. I really believe y'all would dog it out with them each and every game. I believe that. But y'all getting swept. So it's fine, though. This is great momentum either way. No one has y'all going to the playoff. Emmanuel quickly, first team all rookie. He's contending for the rookie of the year. He's up there with Andy Edwards and LaMelo Ball. He's been fantastic. You guys got to be happy about him as a prospect. For sure. 
For Obi sure. He's out, he's, out playing, he's out playing our first pick. Obi Julius MIP. Julius MIP. He MIP. I, I, no, I'm rocking with you there. He's definitely MIP in my opinion. I didn't think Julius Randle would. Oh, listen. buddy. Oh, oh, let's not go that far. Well, Chris. No, 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 no. They're in the hall. They're in the hall. Here we go, Chris. Uh, wait, 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 Lies. Oh, let Chris get it out. Oh, I understand. Listen, listen. I'm not let taking any of Julius Randle, but MIP, it's, I mean, it's, he's having his best year, but he's put up these similar numbers before. So what has he really improved on outside of pass? Bro, so wait, 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 Chris. Wait, 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 Chris. Who's your MIP right now? Who are you still rocking with? The boys I've been rocking with since earlier. Chris, okay, but the difference is. W. So what are the Pistons doing what, compared to what the Knicks are doing? You're I'm not on the Pistons, bro. You're in the Rockets. I'm in the Rockets. What does that have to do with anything about the award? The Rockets wasn't they wasn't they wasn't they on the 20, 20 game? If it wasn't for John Walker and the triple double, I think y'all was on a twenty game losing streak. Y'all yes, almost, Christian y'all Y'all almost tied the Sixers for the worst losing streak. The Sixers had 28, right? I believe 28. Rockets Rockies was there. You guys were Calm, calm, calm. First of all, don't say y'all because I'm not a Rockets fan. Oh, no, no, let me, let me finish. Second of all, they were 11 10 when Christian Wood was in the line. He, he got hurt. They went on a game losing streak or 19 game losing streak. It was 20. So who's the better player, Christian Wood or Julius Randle? That's tough. That's yeah, yeah. I, all right. See, I'm throwing it out there. The ball's in your park. Go ahead. I'm talking with Christian Wood. I'm not, I'm not taking. Listen, hold on. Listen. All I'm gonna say is the man got the man got 37, but he's shooting 13 for 23, and he's got seven threes, bro. He shot nine of them things, bro. Julius Randle, bro. He's bro, bro. Westbrook and Bill played. Westbrook is three for fourteen. Bill is shooting uh, bad. Both of them is Clint. Both of them are Clint. Bro, he was going on the street. Bro, they started picking up. Like, come on. They didn't. Did they not pick up? They was picking up. Was they not? They started picking up. Right. The Wizards aren't even. Yes, it's a win. Matter. They started picking up. Listen, I'm not taking anything away from Julius Randle. But he had a he had a somewhat similar year to me at least in New Orleans last year. In no, I think I think he's more efficient with the Knicks than he was with the Pelicans. He is more efficient. But yeah, but we, we can't about, take away what he did in New Orleans. He was putting up twenty ten off the bench. I'm not taking anything away right. from him, but but I just feel like and this. Just is, okay, go ahead. Listen, I'm just saying, Christian Wood averaged fifteen last year. Now he's averaging twenty three and ten. Or just about twenty three and ten, and he's not and he's shoot, not shooting the ball that bad either. Okay, this is on his first big contract. Wait, Chris, I thought your MIP was actually um Jeremy Green. I actually thought that wasn't your MIP. He's, he's up there too, but I thought I thought seven. He fell off a little bit. Well, no, he's, he he did fall off a little bit in my opinion, but he he's still up there for the contention. But I, if you ask me, he, Juju, he should have never went there. He had nut bull. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, I don't know why he went there. I guess he was trying to build up his, you know what I mean, his his value and stuff. And then it was like, all right, I'm going to bounce after this. I'm just going to use well, his. He should have stayed right in Denver, and it would have been litty right now. Oh, they definitely would have been contending for the number one spot. No doubt in my mind. Especially if he played like how he was playing right now in the Pistons. Yeah. But wait, Lodge, back to you, though. So, you you know, you the biggest surprise of the Knicks for you. What other teams surprised you? We're going to start with the surprises first. So, the Knicks and what else? Uh, that's about, I mean – that's about it. Maybe. Well, no. Nah, the one thing that surprised me that aren't doing good is the rappers still. Like, they're in the truck. Well, I mean, honestly, they're down low right now. 
I didn't have. I had the Raptors as the seventh, uh, sixth, seventh, eighth seed. It was really between no, the six. No, bro, nah, bro. No, but I you know, can't. I mean, like, they—they're not even better than the Pacers right now, for real. For real. <laughs> they're not. They're not. And Pascal no, is losing mad spec right now, bro. He's supposed to be wilder. Ah, uh, he's yeah, he's he looking real he, regular. He's looking he real regular. Bro. Twenty-eight. He supposed to be averaging t- at least twenty-eight and nine, twenty-eight and eight with five assists. He supposed to be turning an animal. He's yeah, he's. But for the most part, him and Fred Van Vliet are playing good. They just don't. Fred, no, Fred, OG, OG and Anubi has been in and out the lineup all season, bro. He's supposed to be like they real third option. Fred, Fred, he's been Fred, in and out the lineup all season. He's been fine all year. He's been he's been fine. I mean, Stanley Johnson is he still Stanley Johnson still on the team? I haven't heard anything about Stanley. Am I wrong? Is he still on the team, Kyrie? Or is no, why he... you even mention him, bro? I don't know. Where oh, he's yo, going. man, yo, <laughs> he's a bust, bro. I don't know why you mentioned him. I don't even know why you mentioned him. Oh, wow. he, he can't say the Raptors. Pascal wow. can't do it. Wow. All right, listen. All right, Lodge, you gave me his biggest surprises. Kyrie, what's the biggest surprises from the NBA teams you you winning so far in this NBA season, man? Uh, I don't want to dig in too much uh, to the Knicks. Uh, Lodge already got to him, but that's one of my biggest surprises so far this season. Absolutely. Um, another one, though, another one of my I guess surprise slash disappointments would be the New Orleans Pelicans because they got a lot of my like a lot of my young favorite players in the league, like Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Zion Williamson. Then they picked up Steven Adams this uh this summer, who who's one of my favorite big men in the league. I love him in OKC. I, he's doing his thing there too. But yeah. they just haven't seemed to been, been able to put everything together consistently for them to win a consistent stretch of the games. And a big part of that might be because they're in the West and yeah. the West is the West. Like we and Steven Adams' offense did improve, but not to the point where he's a threat. Like, you know, you don't yeah, got but he doesn't need to be exactly what he did at OKC. He's right. fine doing that in in uh in New Orleans, oh, rebounds, yeah, yeah. blocks, yeah. everything yeah, you know, 13 roll. and 10, 12 exactly. and 10. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's, a, he's a real simple player, and he, he's one of those guys that's supposed to fit in anywhere and make people and make your team better. But I'm not saying this is his fault, but like I, like I was saying, it might be because it's the West, and the West is a, it's a slug out every single season. It's just that's too much it. talent out there. Uh, another thing I wanted to point to with them, though, is, and it's, it's, it, it kind of stems from this podcast I was watching with uh, Glenn Davison. He was on uh, on Gilbert Arenas' show, and they were talking about Stan Van Gundy as a coach. And they took nothing away from him as as, as being a good coach. Uh, I believe Big Baby played with him when he was in in Orlando for a couple of years. He says Stan uh, Van Gundy isn't a bad coach at all, but he he's stuck in the mindset of everything has to be this his way. And he went on to explain, saying that he he coached players too much. And to the point where in the first quarter, the him and Gilbert were kind of agreeing that you're supposed to let players go ahead and get their feel out there and, and figure out things for themselves and let the on-court like captain kind of steer the ship from that point. And then at, later on in the game, you're supposed to make adjustments to coach up a little bit more. But the, And they both kind of agreed on that. And I feel like I can kind of see that being the reason why Lonzo, uh, Zion, and Brandon Ingram haven't been able to put it all together uh, collectively yet. I, I think Stan Van Gunny. I don't want to say it because I actually like him as a coach, but he he might be the reason. He might be holding them back a little bit. Oh, so and you I'll, think so? You think the Pelicans are playing to the two true potential because of Van Gundy? Hmm. I, 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 I agree with we. I'm saying it could be a reason. I I can definitely see that because we 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 watched Stan Van Gundy in the league for years, and he he seems like on the sidelines. He seems like that type of coach behind this. Uh, um. Uh, I forgot what I was uh, in the locker room and stuff like that, interviews and stuff like that. He seems like that type of coach where he 
he has a set like he has a set system. He has a set plan with his team, and he doesn't want any anybody's input or he, he doesn't want anybody trying to change it. He he has a set already, and for young players like that, somebody as talented as Bi, as talented as talented as Lonzo, as talented as talented as Zion, you kind of just got to let them figure things out because the talent is all there. The the skills are all there. They're well balanced. Right, they just got to figure things out themselves. And they're I feel pretty like much back from the from the one to the five, and mm-hmm. the bench too. Like the, even even the guys off the bench, Jackson Hayes, yeah. Nikhil uh, Alexander Walker, mm-hmm. Kyra Lewis, Eric Bledsoe. Like they have they have a, a, a Barry, very Barry. Who? What do we always say? You can't cut. You don't like coaching young players though. It don't work. It's not, and, many and, of them. It's too many of them though. But That's having why. a vet like Eric Bledsoe at the point guard, I thought that would be like that would be all right for him, but. They, I feel like he was flip flopping between him and Lonzo as he went. As, as like I know. I honestly feel like Stan Vigetti, he's a old. He liked the older players, preferable to the younger players. So I thought he probably started Eric Bledsoe, but like you said, he was flip flopping, and that kind of kills Lonzo momentum. His dad pointed out that was the same problem Luke Walton used to have. He used to always take Lonzo. Lonzo would heat up during the game, middle of the game, mm-hmm. and then, you know, exactly. and it was like, dude, exactly. And that's and that's what they'll do. They'll go on runs. Lonzo ball. He he might not be scoring it all the time. But he's getting guys open. He's making the right play. He's rebounding. He's defending. He's yeah. doing everything out there and letting Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, take over pretty much as far as the scoring standpoint. And then yeah. he gets taken out. Like Blake, like like it, it doesn't really make sense to me. Like the, the times I see it, you can be in the fourth quarter and they're still in the. They might, they might be down, but they're still in the game. Okay. But that that that's that's been the, the most uh, one of the most like surprising, slash disappointment teams to me. And then. I'm sure somebody else is going to touch on it, but the Atlanta Hawks. I don't even want to. Uh, they they they've been on a uh, better streak lately. Well, but I they, uh, over overall they uh, they've been pretty disappointed to me also. All right, listen, Kyrie, that was some great surprises. Uh, go ahead, Chris. You was itching to say something. What was the, some of the biggest surprises for you? NBA in terms of the players, in terms of the teams itself. Talk to me, man. Okay, so for surprises, I mean they already touched on it, but I'm gonna just reiterate it. The Knicks are. Actually, they're, they're I'm not going to say they're contenders, but they're a legit team now. They're, yeah. they're not the laughing stock of the NBA anymore. Emmanuel Quickly is a big part of injuries, Randall, in my opinion. I think Emmanuel Quickly, so efficient as he is, so efficient. I mean, sure. They got a young team, but they got a good team, and they and a team that's all that's going to compete no matter what. Right. So, I mean, they, they're not the laughing stock of the league anymore. So, that's a, definitely a surprise for me. Everything that they did, like, they actually. Showed that signing Julius Randle all that money was actually worth it. They they proved that to me now. Because at first I didn't think he was worth all that money. Now I see he is. Maybe worth more now. But they proved that to me. Um, but like Harry was touching on it, yeah, I'm def I'm I am really disappointed in the Atlanta Falcons. I said Falcons. <laughs> I mean, I mean, listen, they they're a disappointment too. Both Atlanta teams are disappointment. So but hey, just what? But just the fact that. I, just all these offseason moves that they were getting just to add with John Collins and Trey Young and Clint Capella coming back healthy. I was like, this this is gonna work. I mean, like I said, I and I was saying, I said it a lot. They're not gonna be good this year. They're gonna improve. They're not gonna be good. But I said, like, give them a year, like, give them a, two years or so, and they're gonna. I think they're gonna be contenders. But look at how they're playing right now, and just look at the state of the teams. I don't even know if they're gonna be a good team in a few years. Because as of right now. John John Collins is having a lot of issues with the team, and I've always said. And the trade rumors for him are ramping up. He's got some interest too. Some teams are looking. That'd be yet to see whether the Hawks want to move him or not. But but that's the thing. I don't want him to leave because he's really in the best situation for him. But at the same time, Trey Young 
I know, I know, I was talking about earlier about him being a an all star because he was averaging twenty seven points, but he's shooting terrible from the field. This has been his worst shooting year of his career. There's been games where I've seen him where he'll go like one for nine from three, or he'll shoot some terrible shots in between games. Mm-hmm. games. So he he's not really developing at this point. He just I don't know what he's doing. I, I think he's letting this star player role kind of go to his head right now because he was all star last year, but. Even though, like I said, he looks average of 27, it looks like he's regressing, not even progressing. Mm. So he's got he's got to find his touch. And then all these offseason moves like Danilo Gallinari, Rajon Rondo, Bonyar Badanovich. I, I'm thinking like there's these are the pieces that they need, and it, but they're still losing. Like they're a game above 500 right now. And I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, they're in the playoff race and they're probably gonna make the playoffs, but I did not expect them to be just a game above 500. So I, I'm really disappointed in them. Uh who else I said I was surprised about? I, I'm not going to – I'm a little bit surprised. I'm surprised with the Rockets. Not, And I'm only saying I'm surprised because – Man, man. I, listen, I got people killing me saying, if hey, you thought John Wall was going to be better for the Rockets? I'm like, oh, man. No, and I, I, But I'm surprised for the Rockets because I knew – like, I knew once they lost James Harden, they weren't going to be good. Yeah. I, I just, but I thought they were going to be, like, one of those, like, bottom – well, the teams that just just that can just compete with anybody, and it, I was assuming that bit, just based on the fact that I mean, even though they lost the best player, arguably the best player ever, not but he's not because of Kim Olajuwon. Even though they lost him, though, they still got John Wall. They were able to get Victor Oladipo. They got Christian Wood. They like still in Browns been playing pretty well for them. Then your house isn't bad, so I was like, they still got like a couple of nice players. Like they they're not bad. Like I John, just, John Wall, John Wall's been playing well actually. You know, it's just the team is just. I was, uh, but I think the thing that hurts the most about it is Steven Siles is just he would got put in the worst situation possible, the worst situation possible. Yeah, definitely. As man. a first year coach, he's got a coach for twenty years. He he's got put in the worst position possible, and it's not going to be his fault that if he leaves this, if he, when he leaves, he's a Rockets job because I don't think he's going to be here for very long. He no, might not get another head coaching position in the NBA, but it's yep. not his fault though. And that's a common theme, and that's a common theme in the NBA. He'll be he'll he'll be a scapegoat, you know. He'll he'll become a scapegoat. It was like I said, I'm shocked with the rise because I know they were trying to be competitive, and like I said, I knew they weren't going to be bad, but I don't expect them to lose twenty some games. And I'm gonna say they and, and I was like they just called up Kevin Porter Jr. in his second game with the Rockets. He had twenty seven and eight. So I'm thinking like they got players. I, why are they losing? Like or. Not the fact they're losing, but they're like it's not even like they're close. Like they're getting spanked to some of these I games. Mean, it could be a testament to how deep and tough the West is, you know. You know, but it's not just the West teams that lose to lose the Eastern Conference teams too. Um, yeah, 19, 20 straight. That's a, that's a little bit of a mix of everybody. That's, that's a but lot. I, 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 I want to. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go uh, ahead. no, I was just, just going to. The Rockets did surprise me too, losing twenty straight. But I feel like within that time frame, like right, like right when Christian Will went down. I think they started gearing towards a little bit more towards the young guys because at that point they lost Boogie too. They let Boogie go. So I think they were starting to just try to get their young guys in there, get their young guys some experience and minutes. Like you mentioned Kevin Porter Jr. He came up from the G League. Um Kenya Martin, Kenya Martin Jr. He was uh he was with them for the beginning of the season, went to the G League and came back. And he's been making a positive impact too. Guys like Jay Sean Tate, they've been getting a lot of they've been getting a lot of burn now. So I think I think the Rockets are playing right now. To it, it might not look like it, but they're they're playing right now to to get a top pick. It, they, I think they're gearing weight like more towards their future. I, that's why I don't 
yeah, the twenty games skid surprised me, but at the same, it, it kind of didn't because I I feel like they're they're tanking right now and they're just preparing for the future, whether that involves Steven Silas or not. I think I think they're just gearing towards their young guys because they're also trying to get rid of Dick Victor Oladipo. Then that leaves John Wall out of all their their top bets. I mean, so they I have think, they have draft pick. I mean, I don't. I'm sure they don't have OKC stack draft picks, but the Rockets had draft picks, right? Like they are they are they. It, they, might, they, it, it might be on OKC level, yeah. I think they, they have. They a, got a lot of draft picks. They, oh, they yeah. got okay, okay, they a lot of draft picks. Okay, they do. So they could draft yeah. in this year's talented draft. So yeah, they, they got could, three first round picks. Oh, and, okay. and they got four pick swaps. So, um, next, wait, we talking about this year's or, or next year's draft? They got three first round picks this year. Oh, oh man! The, the the pick swaps are further down the line, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you're you're in position to get a top three, top four pick in, in a draft like this. You can't give that up. Right. You can go ahead and draft Evan Mobley, pair him up with Christian Wood. But but it just it just goes to, it just goes to question like why are they still trying to compete at that point? Like, and I was saying like like they they, they shouldn't be competing. So like, why not to get John Wall and keep Eric going? Like, what good is that? Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I feel, I feel like they, they, that's why I, feel like I ain't gonna hold you, Chris. I ain't gonna hold you, Chris. What may happen with all these picks? They might get two lottery picks, bro. For real. I think that yeah. They, I mean, twenty games straight losing. Yeah, they awful. might get two, 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 two top ten picks. What? And what they need to do is they need to get a wing and they need to get a big to play with Christian Wood. Mazda. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they give up John Wall all the but they they might be able to finesse something. Mobley and like maybe Kaminga. <laughs> I feel like I feel like man, man. I know this wouldn't happen, but how, what do you guys think about John Wall? To I'm trying to think, hmm, I don't know what team John Wall could go to that would give him the best chance to win uh, an NBA title. I'm just not Clippers. sure. The Clippers. The Clippers is the only team. That's the only. It's the only team. The only squad. When you're an old, when you're yeah. a vet, when you're a vet past his prime, all you could do is just go play with Brown at that point, man. <laughs> Just play with like, Brown. He can't. Either one. Yeah. Yeah. Either one. I feel it. Just go with Brian. That's it. He's a, he's a middle. Listen, Dwight Howard did it. He, he ain't got no shame. Listen, defense player. Yeah, he ain't have a choice. No, 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 no. He ain't have a choice, though. Yeah, no. He was down low, down low. <laughs> no, I got I got one more pick, though. And I'll make this quick, though. I got right, one more surprise. And it's a, well, not a surprise, disappointment. Gotcha. I am. I mean, I know they have a lot. They have a lot of stuff going on, but I'm really disappointed in the Timberwolves. Really disappointed in them because I, I feel. I mean, I knew they're going to be bad, but this bad, I did not see that coming. I did not expect them to be. Oh, bro, they're really the worst crazy. franchise in the league, huh? I said they're the worst franchise in the league, easily. Like they, they made it seem like that trade for D'Angelo Russell was terrible. Like the answer wasn't like the same player anymore. And any any you don't even play, you're not playing. Exactly. And I mean that makes it worse. And I mean the bright side about what's going on in their situation is I'm finally getting to see what Anthony Edwards can do with that team. Boy, he 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 be taking over some games sometimes. I, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, like, he he just had like a 42 clip. He just had it like a 42 clip. Right, right. Wow. Right against Phoenix. So I'm like, he he can ball. I see why he's number one now. I really see that, and like that's the beauty of it. But like, just outside of that, and him and Cat, the team is just terrible. I mean, Malik Beasley has been a nice piece, but just like, they, like they're just horrible. Like the pieces don't go well together. I don't even know who their coach is. Their coach isn't doing a good job. Like nobody's doing well right now. Like it's just, it's just it looks like a downhill slope, and then they've been on this downhill slope for so long. They and, and they're the type, and they're the type of team to get K Cunningham and fumble the bag, still be bad. 
And I'm about to say there and there are situations where they had like three young players with Kent and they traded all for Jimmy Butler. And now but they're right back in the same spot where they were. All these young players around Kent. And and I mean, I go lie, if Kent won the leave, I wouldn't be surprised. At this because at this point, like I, I know he's getting tired just being on the bad team. I know he is. I know he's still in, but I know he's getting tired. And but it's just like they're making any improvements or any progression. So they, they got a lot of stuff going on, but I'll be really disappointed in them. Because like I said, I know they're going to be bad, but this bad, I don't know. All right. that That's that's pretty fair. That's pretty fair. I mean, Mario, I, uh, before we wrap up this episode, I want to, you know, go ahead and get your, um, you know, your big surprises and takes, you know, for the uh, the NBA season. What was the biggest disappointments for you so far, whether it be players or teams? Um, Well, I'm going to just do a quick rundown because I got it a lot, but I'm not going to really say a lot. Um, the Hawks didn't like their the way they started was kind of shaky. They're kind of getting into it better now, but they were surprising me. The Hornets are surprising to me because I was talking to somebody about them not making the playoffs. Right, well, no one even talked about the Hornets. Lamelo Ball. I mean, I was surprised Lamelo would ball out, but the Hornets. So, so yeah, so they 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 could make the playoffs. So I made a bet with somebody. The Celtics, oh, they um, the Celtics. They're just they're they they I don't like it's just terrible for I them mean, to have a duo like for them to have a duo like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown the way they were looking like coming into the season or like during the beginning of the season it's just a shame what they look like and like everybody said the Knicks I can actually bet on the Knicks to win now like they're actually they're actually somebody I can respect the rap and the Raptors took a, a, a very very deep fall. And on the West, the Nuggets, they started off poor. They're getting into it now, but they started off poor. I didn't expect that. Um, the Suns, I'm surprised at that they're second, but I'm not surprised that they're, like, top five either because I was expecting Chris Paul to go there and do that automatically. I was expecting them to already be good, but I didn't expect them to be second right now and what and what they are. Um. And I really and like like everybody said the Rockets, but they had like a lot of troubles. The, the, like John Wall is injury prone, Eric Gordon's injury prone. They were playing like one game. They were playing like three games at a time with like six, seven people. And I felt like they were just lost at a point. Like they went and got Olin Depot, and now they're thinking about moving him. So I think after they lost James Harden, they were just like really lost. And with everything they started doing, it just didn't make sense to me. Like I was like just really, I was like really confused. And because that they had Christian Wood and had John Wall, at least, I thought they would have been better than what they are. But like I said, they were playing games with like six, seven people. But I think they're just about to turn into the, the thunder at this point. And that's some strong cases, definitely strong cases. All right, but we're going to wrap this up. We didn't get to talk about our, our, our regular season award predictions, but we will cover that in the next episode. We went a little bit too long, but thanks for sticking with us. If you guys stick with us this far along, we really appreciate you guys tuning in to us and supporting us on Anchor and, and supporting us through uh, social media, following us on Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram at RestrictedZonePod and follow each and every one one of us individually inside the description. And thanks a lot to everyone that tuned in, and we really appreciate it. We're grateful for that. Have a great day, everybody. Yeah.